It was billed as the expendables of horror and filled with lofty expectations, but the end leaves you with nothing but disappointment, confusion, and anger. We watched Death House. We watched it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Horrible Horror Moon Goons. I don't know why I messed up my own opening. I do it all the time, but fuck it. Anyway, this is Horrible Horror, the podcast where you watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me today on a very special episode is, as always, my co-host with Aaron Southworth. Episode 150. You fucker. I was going to do it at the big reveal, but well, all right. We can sh- talk about this beforehand. You so. just introduced me and then didn't tell me what you're going to do. <laughs> you're right. I expect me to do anything. All right. Well, we'll pretend you didn't hear that. And we'll come to the show is back to, on the show is uh, Mr. Chris Samples. Gentlemen. He is back and returning from his long absence, from his hiatus, his sabbatical, his sojourn, if you will, Mr. Coffee Doug Jones! Man, that turned me on just now. It, honestly. How come Doug gets the big I know. He used the word sojourn. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> it wasn't really on sabbatical. It just locked in my basement. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> uh, I guess if you, know, if you were more... Not as around as much as Doug was, you'd get a bigger, I guess, bigger entrance. I see. I give it to Doug to try to encourage him to come back more often. Oh, I love you guys. <laughs> it's never because I don't want to be here. Uh, as anyway, this is as Aaron said. This is our 150th episode of the Horrible Horror Podcast, Moon Goons. 150. Uh, yes, round of applause for us. Aaron um, spoiled it. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we go to the corner. Aaron. We want to do something big, you know, just a big moment. So. What better thing to do than finally get to doing Death House? Death House. We had been talking about this movie for years on this show. We kept saying, oh, it's going to come out. We've, everybody's heard about it. Oh, it's just supposed to be coming out this time. And it never came out. Oh, it's supposed to come out this time. It never came out. Mm-hmm. And so if you've been listening to us for a while, you know we've been talking about this movie for a long time. We've made reference to this movie probably since 2015, 16, early 2016. Yeah, easily. You know, saying, hey, so, you know, Debbie Roshan is in Killer X. She's also supposed to be mm-hmm. in Death, Death House. House. Yeah. You know, of course, everyone knows Kane Hunter is supposed to be in Death, Death House, House, and Sig Haig is supposed to be in Death House, so the, we've, uh, we've talked about it quite a bit. Yeah, At, a lot. Just you saying that, whenever you guys asked me to be on this episode, I had heard about that movie through all of you, and I just quit following it because I thought it was bullshit, <laughs> and when you said to watch that, and I saw that it was The Expendables of Horror, I was like, they fucking released that movie? Like, how did I not hear that? Yeah, right? I, I thought the same thing, like, um, I, I mean, I'll get into notes, but like, Apparently it came out and well I'll say but this was originally released in February twenty third, twenty eighteen is when it says released, but I just found it like just past October or something on Amazon. Like this release I guess was way under the radar. I saw on Wikipedia right. it was released in November sixth of twenty eighteen. Like it's so convoluted. Yeah, it's, it, for knows? such a movie that's supposed to be "quote unquote" the Expendables of horror, I can't think of any other horror movie that's been talked about and and so anticipated right. as this one was. Uh, and then to have it turned out to be what it is, and like then the, the shittiest it. little 
released. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, my core is like going. If you want to be go. gross, you know, if you're going and you're going and you're humping a lady and you're going to town and then you're expecting a nice big bear, like, huh, what happened? Uh-oh. 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 That, that's kind of what, yeah, that's kind of okay. what Death House was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, was it released in theaters? Uh, Very limited, apparently. Really? Very limited. So I'm sure it was like just I'll, L.A. where they screened it. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll, I'll get to that uh, at the end. Uh, but before we move on to Death House, I do have two things to mention. First, I have a correction from our Minutes to Midnight episode. I oh. was wrong about something. I had to admit when I'm wrong Holy and shit. clear Everybody. something out of the air. Everybody hold me. Um, now, in that episode, I said Johnny Harrison, a.k.a. John Morrison, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Knight, um, was uh, Mercury in the Eminem tag team. I was wrong. He was Nitro. Oh. Aaron, you were, I think you said on that I one, did. you were correct. He yeah. was Johnny Nitro. It was Johnny Nitro and Joey Mercury. So the J's got mixed up. My Don't head. mess with Aaron and his wrestling martial. Hey, I know he put on point that too, but yeah, uh, I was wrong. He was Nitro, not Murphy. Murphy is the guy who got his face busted open by a ladder by Jeff Hardy. So did a did a fan call in? No, and say, I hey, just, man. No, it was just after we were off the air. I was sitting around doing something, and just and like a light bulb in my head. I'm like, don't. I, I just had that moment. Should have like, should have said I was a fan. I should have. I should have. Uh, oh well. Oh well. Anyways. And in fans, if you find something that we say that's <laughs> fucked up and wrong, you're like, that's not right. Oh, I did have a fan. One fan corrected me about, speaking uh, of wrestlers, uh, Kane, when we did uh, See No Evil, I said he was the mayor of some county in Kentucky, and I was wrong. It was He's actually the mayor of Knox County in Tennessee. Ah. So a fan did correct me on that one. Um, People like to call us out on wrestling references. Apparently on wrestling references. <laughs> hey, whatever gets the interaction, I'm fine with. Um, but speaking of references and moving on, I do also want to mention one more time uh, the movie Camp Death 2 in 3D. Uh, we did a little mini preview episode on this. Uh, it's re- uh, official release date on Amazon is coming up. I think it's February 4th is when it's going to be released to uh, digitally watch. That's there. So, right uh, around the corner. Yeah, right around the corner. So if you want, go out and check that out. Um, uh, it's just a, it's a silly... Sp- slapsticky spoof of a horror movie uh you know you can listen to our bonus episode we try not to spoil it too much in our little preview but you can yeah it's to hard to do a out. bonus episode where you don't want to spoil the release date because we got this kind of on a you know on the sly being a you know yeah the, technically the, media yeah know? the uh the, the writer director of it came to us and said hey we don't can you you know want to you know review our movie he gave us like a, a link to a special screener for, uh, you guys want to watch my movie and rip it apart yeah <laughs> basically as what he said like, you know whatever you say just be honest about, you know it's cool whatever and like all right cool you got it bro uh but who's the other guy that you did that too and then he like he got on your ass about it. Oh well, not yeah. It was he didn't get on our ass. Oh. It was his friends and fans that a got on our ass. A lot of his friends and family. That was the uh, the guy who did Campground. Man, the thing was, we liked the guy though, Roman yeah. Jossar. Roman, yeah, Jossar or something. He was awesome in Don't Fuck in the Woods. He was, but mm-hmm. then his directorial movie, uh, the Campground Camp requel, the requel, especially Aaron. Yeah, we we creeped well, both of us, but yeah. Aaron really laid into it. And not, but it's good <laughs> and that you guys are honest. We yeah, are honest. Yeah. And then like we saw on Facebook when like you know like. Oh, they don't know they're, t- they're just being assholes. They don't know what talking. This is great, blah blah blah. And they, yeah, so people started ripping us apart for that. But like, fuck it, whatever. How dare you have an opinion? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but also uh, in Camp Death too, just for you guys to know, we actually are going to be uh, because of our, I guess, helpfulness with pr- promoting it, I guess, and reviewing it. The guy was nice enough to give us a a, a special thanks and a, actually a producing credit. In oh, the movie, so like if you go to wow. IMDb, you'll see like horrible horror under like special things and producer, I think. Wow. Um, so, so that's, that's awesome. crazy. So you get yeah. residuals from that, then? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matt Frame. I want the uh, I want those checks coming. I'll tell you where to send them. Yeah, it's gonna be like three cents. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, anyway, all right, so that's that. Let's moving on to Death House. Alexa was released supposedly on February 23rd, 2018, but who, who the knows? fuck knows? <laughs> um, it was written by Gunnar Hansen. Everybody knows who he is. And then B. Harrison Smith. Now, Gunnar Hansen died before this movie was made and finished. So That's pretty sad. Yeah. Right. Um, so Smith ended up taking over the writing. And I don't know how much, like, I, at, when I watched like I don't know how much Gunner really had to, much of this. Cause... Well, I noticed in the credits when it popped up, it said original story. Yeah, I was just about to say, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. You, like Aaron mm-hmm. said, the original story content is credited to Gunner, and then screenplay is credited towards Harrison Smith. So, so uh, they do this like just like kind of an attribute to him, you think? Or? Well, I guess it was in development. It was on its way, oh. and to just I guess honor the the production and everything that was set forth, they just mm-hmm. completed the. And it is the Expendables of Horror. It takes all these yeah. great stars into it. And it's like it's a great concept. So let's keep going with it. Uh, yeah, That's my guess. Yeah, and like, let's talk about the cast. The cast is uh, pretty much every, who's who. Yeah, every horror icon, every in, from mainstream to indies. If you've if they've been in horror movies and multiple and they're in this like even the big names small names uh, pretty much everyone except Robert England uh, which yeah, in my opinion I'm saying he had a good sense of where thought to pass on this <laughs> but then I kind of learned through reading some stuff that he apparently he said that he actually never received a copy of the yes, script yes that's what I read oh, too wow. so like he I guess he was they contacted about doing it and he was maybe thinking about doing it but he just never got yeah, the script he, to read he it yeah he said he expressed some interest it sounded interesting he was talking to Kane Hodder about it and yeah. he's like yeah but that never got a need sure if he had gotten a script he'd have been in on this I mean, probably but I'm glad in a way I'm like he dodged a bullet <laughs> I, I really think he dodged a bullet just you mentioning that though the whole time I was thinking watching this movie like they they had the potential to do so much better. And just you saying that, like, where was Robert England in a good part? Or, like, even Danielle Harris? Or Yeah, as that's, a su- surprise. It, that's a surprise that Danielle Harris was not involved in this. And that's surprising compared yeah, to some of the other she people. Does, she's in everything. everything. She does a lot of other <laughs> shitty movies that just for fun. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I will talk about uh, our two main heroes. Uh, Agent Jay Novak is played by Cody Longo. He's got 31 credits to his name. He's done 80 episodes of Days of Our Lives, and he was in Piranha 3D, which are the only two real things of significance worth mentioning for yeah. him. Uh, and then Toria, Agent Toria Boone, played by Courtney Palm. She's got 57 credits to her name, and this marks her second appearance on our show. Yes, it does. Uh, her first appearance was way, way, way back when we were just young little uh, uh, tadpole podcasters, but in episode 5... Where she was Zoe in Zombievers. Yes. Which we love that movie. Yes. Uh. And actually, she is aware of our existence. She liked a lot of our stuff on Instagram. Wow. Hey, she she knows who we are. Yeah. Because we posted stuff about Zombievers. And every once in a while, we do a post of archive stuff. And she'll. I guess it's obviously she was in it, but she'll like a lot of our stuff and a few things here and there, and it's nice. Well, Courtney, if you uh, we love you in Zombievers, love that movie, but hopefully if you hear this one, I apologize for what's going to come out of my mouth throughout this movie. Um, but uh, she is an avid, avid vegan, like hmm. crazy hardcore vegan. It like, shows. Pictures of her hugging cows. And <laughs> stuff. Now, there's anything wrong with that. It's just very interesting to see. I'm uh, not saying it because you know her. Before you even mentioned that, I was going to say that she didn't bother me in this movie at all, and I would watch more horror movies with that girl. I agree. I swear yeah. to God that I thought that. The guy drove me a little insane sometimes, yeah. but that's, I feel like it was the movie. But the girl didn't bother me. It was the right. No, I agree with you about that. Corey doesn't bother me. She's fine. In this because it, have you seen Zombievers? I think I watched it because you guys recommended it years ago. But oh, yeah. I, and I, she's got good comedic timing. Okay. She's a good actress. She's yeah. She's 
She's solid. But yeah. this Good. script, this movie is just. But uh, and the last person I'm going and just saying, uh, this person is making her third appearance on our show, which gives gives her her trifecta minimum requirements, if you will, for our Hall of Fame, uh, is Lauren Compton, who plays Doctor Logan Harrison, small part, but she was also in movies we did, Clown Town, mm-hmm. and Attack of the Killer Donuts. Yep. Oh ah. shit! She was, so this is her third appearance on our show. Is she really? Isn't the the other girl Barbara? Cr- no, it's Barbara Crampton. This Crampton, is Lauren okay. Compton. Okay, okay, okay. I did the okay. same thing. I did. Yeah, I, I, I did like, a, a double take real quick. Um, so that's all I'm gonna mention. Let's move into uh, Death House now. Let's uh, pry the doors open on this <laughs> and be ready for a long, long show here, guys. This is, we probably have a lot to say, and it's fucking. Crazy. We're gonna try and keep the energy up. Yeah. We're gonna try with this move. Woo! <laughs> All right, so we open with Farmer Tony Todd carrying an unconscious woman around out in the middle of nowhere along like some mountain range. Uh, the woman wakes up like she's like, I can't move. Why can't I move? So Todd lays her down on the ground. At this point, we start hearing screams of men and women screaming for help coming from a grate in the ground. Yeah, yeah he's he's pulls on the side of the road. And I didn't realize how big Tony Todd is. Yeah. I mean, he's a big dude because he's driving a van, like a double-door van. His head he comes man. up to the top of that van. I'm like, shit, I didn't know Tony Todd was such a big uh, motherfucker. Yeah. Isn't he the, uh, the original Candyman? Yeah. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a Candyman. Now, I do want to say before that, though, I really liked the quote. Like, because I heard shitty things about the movie, but the quote was, I wrote it to make sure, mm-hmm. who prays for Satan, the original sinner? And it made me think, they always say pray for the, the wrongdoers and evil people in church, and I'm like, I've never heard anybody say pray for Satan. That's the fucking True. same thing I thought, but mm-hmm. I can't, like, you know, I was, yeah, I, 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 I just like that I quote. Yeah. I thought it was a good quote, huh. but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> so... We get we already just we start getting weird right off the bat here with things that make zero sense. So he's got her laid, he's laying her on the ground and he's kind of like laying he's kind of like on top not like mounting it's nothing sexual but he's just kind of laying over. Yeah, because she says something to the effect of don't like, you know, yeah don't what, kill what you me do? what are you gonna don't do kill me don't rape me and he's like I don't do that he's like well, I, he's, he he's says, like I don't he know, says I don't sell spoiled goods yeah, like, damaged like, goods yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but before he, she also says. You're scaring me. Like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> no, you know that this guy's got you kidnapped. Of course he's scaring you. <laughs> um, but bef- yeah, before he even says that, he like, he reaches over and turns on this like this water spigot that just happens to be there, mm-hmm. and this water like spigot like doesn't pump out. It pumps out like what looks like crude oil. Like, yeah, this black crude oil, which. He gets all over his hand, and then he licks it off his hand. He's like, mm, that's good. And then he says to the girl, you should try this, and starts rubbing it over her lips. And what the fuck is this shit supposed to know. be? Like, we, we don't know what it is. Never it comes back. Never. and never. never comes back. Nope. Yeah. It's just mystery black goo that he certainly he's, loves. Yeah. yeah. He's like, this is delicious. It's, maybe it's chocolate syrup. I, I, Who knows? I, I think maybe it's like the chocolate like version of the stuff. Like, the original stuff was white and <laughs> vanilla, and this is like the chocolate version. Girl, you gotta try this. You're gonna love it. I mean, it comes out of the ground like the stuff does. I mean, who fucking knows what this shit is? It just never comes back. It never <laughs> comes back. It bothers me. I know that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this girl who's actually played by Nicole Sinaglia. Uh, uh, Sinaglia. Yeah, that's it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we actually saw her. This is her second appearance on the show. We saw her alongside Daniel Harris and Eric Roberts in Camp Dread. Uh, this was the last time we saw her. Uh, she has time. She, yeah, Raven Murray. He's like, no, I don't sell damage goods. Was that, that that summer you did like every camp movie? That, yeah, we did a camp. We show. did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was, a, that was our summer of camps. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so... Todd then starts unbuttoning her shirt to reveal her stomach, 
And he starts telling her this backstory about how he used to be like a Venus flytrap farmer. And it's, which is weird. That um, is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he talks to her. And while he's talking to her, he see he's doing some kind of like Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, Ho Ho Shirai shit. Yeah. Oh, mom, she be like, oh, mom, she be like, oh, mom, she be like. But it's like he's his hand. He's like pushing his hand down into her stomach, and like he's gonna like rip out her heart or something. But it's like Kalima. Yeah, exactly. The Kalima shit. Um, but then he just kind of pulls his hand out. There's no cuts, no trauma to her. It's like well, he's wh- talking about when you have the you got a nip. The flower in the bud, it's right like, to grow or something. Right, right, yeah, right, right. but yeah, it's it's. But it's so weird. Like, so what the fuck is in, the point of this? Is he pulling an ovary out. Can what we already talk doing? about? Let's let's just talk about this here because he's talking in such like thick text. His mm-hmm. dialogue, his the script that he was given, it's so convoluted. I mean, he's I was a Venus flytrap grower, and you have to make sure that you're... T- he's speaking... It's not necessarily poetically. It's just, like, bizarre jargon. Yeah. I mean, I can't really explain it. It's... It's it's a very unnatural way of speaking. It, it, it is. And everyone has this. Yeah. Everyone has this across the entire movie. Dude, the dialogue in this movie is mostly gibberish. It's, it, it, it makes zero sense. I have a lot more to say on it, but it's... it's and it it's starts movie here. trying to be way more than it is. Like, it's right. trying to portray as, like, intellectual psycho babble bullshit that just doesn't pay in, off incredibly work. in depth and, and yeah, yeah exactly yeah. you summed it up very well there yeah um so yeah he removes his hand from her stomach and you know there's no he doesn't come out there's no, there's no stomach there's no intestines he doesn't come out with anything yeah where's just, the payoff it's like, yeah there's zero payoff <laughs> it's like he's like, holding something and there's like something dangling there so i thought it was just like Blood, the blackish goo yeah, from but his it's, hand. Yeah, it's, it's not it's like, like it's not something. Yeah, it's just goop. It's, just goop. it's like what it's, was the point? It's of not that? like he pulls out. Yeah, like it you said, actually it, show what, what's in his hand. Like you said, an ovary right. or, or or a kidney or some some yeah. mat. It's just goop. Yeah, he's like, ah, I got more goop. You already had goop on your fingers, yeah. man. And so right. anyway, he tells the girl not to worry that she's not going where they're going. I guess referring to the people in the pit somewhere and. uh that she's going to the farm, which is a much better place, supposedly. Right. And then he basically is like, so <laughs> this girl just basically just gives in to her fate. It's like, okay. Because he like, he so gently and almost gentleman, like helps her into the back of his truck where yeah. she's like willing. It's like without any struggle. Like, okay. I'm going to get back in the truck and with a go hole to the farm. in her stomach. Just gets up and no, struts no, it, on it over. heals back. But there's no he pulls hole. his hand out. Yeah, it, it heals back up. Heal back. Oh, yeah, there's no hole. Or I stomach. didn't catch that. Yeah, I that's why I'm like, saying there's nothing. She... What's the point? There's no hole there. There's no. There's not even a mark or a cut. There's nothing. That's why it's like that Indiana Jones scene where he cleans. You know, the guy takes his heart off his chest and his chest heals back up. It's like he reaches into her stomach and her stomach heals oh. back up, and then she seems to be more. And she's like, Dasso. Yeah. She's like, okay, I'm going to go I didn't catch that. Never mind, guys. A-plus movie. So I, I, I just missed it. That's all. Uh, and then he puts the truck in, they drive off. And now we roll the title card, and we cut to Agent Toria Boone sitting in the passenger side of a car that's waiting in line like a security checkpoint. And we Do not deviate from the yellow line. Yeah. Do not deviate from the yellow line. Do not deviate from the yellow line. Do not. Ever. It's like, oh god. Um. So and then we see we we cut to what what I guess is supposed to be like a flashback, and we see Boone dressed in all black, holding like an M16 or an M4, while Kane Hodder stands over a woman who's 
holding a child, speaking some cryptic bullshit. And there seems to be like a very heavy Nazi theme. They're going wearing on. like SS out. Some, yeah, like, almost, almost. Yeah, SS it's it's, like it's so. as close to SS as you can get. I mean, it has the little skull cat, skull on the insignia, the yeah. crossbones, and it's gray and black. I mean, it looks straight out of World War II. Yeah. Really, fucking Hydra. And, yeah, hail Hydra. <laughs> yeah, but the screen. It's weird because this is supposed to be a flashback, but the screen is. Is, oh, you can it, tell it's done. It's in, all blue, inten- green screen back. Right. Intentionally done. It looks like it's intentionally done to be like a fuzzy old VHS or something. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. weird. It's a weird choice. Yeah, everything is <laughs> a fucking weird choice. Um, so Kane hands the woman some small blue bottle and tells her it's time to die. And the woman throws the bottle down, and you see these two pills, I guess, you know, cyanide. They remind me very much of uh, Hitler, Ava Braun, in the bunker when the Allied forces were coming. That's what I thought, too, but but that doesn't really, again, they don't really seem to follow up with that. No, that was my first instinct. That was my first, Mm. too. Uh, Kane calls Boone over to him, and he gives her, he takes her M16 and hands him her, his, like, handgun, and uh, then turns on some opera music. And yeah, with with like this <laughs> shitty old painters like no. boombox. Yeah, like it's just so weird. It's just a weird choice. And so this album just comes on, and Bo- Agent Boone just shoots the woman and the child, killing them. One bullet. One bullet kills them both. Yeah, yeah she puts her heads together. Nice. Yeah, and their brains were splattered yeah. everywhere. I'm like that one handgun bullet did yeah. that. Okay, um, she's a crack shot. So after Boone kills him, Kane tells her. This is their end game that they had to see this through. Boone then turns the gun on Kane, who it's like he's gonna she's gonna kill him now, but he says, Oh, you want me alive? And so she shoots him in the leg. And my little girl just came down to the studio again. <laughs> hey Hi, kiddo. Sweetheart. You are in for an interesting ride. You should not be down here right now. Why gonna... am I still recording this? <laughs> yes, <that's laughs> you. What do you think about Death House, sweetheart? Yeah, okay, Uh, we'll be right back. (laughs) And we're back. Sorry about that. But uh, anyway, like I said, uh, so Boone turns the gun on Kane and she basically shoots him in the leg. Why didn't she do that before she killed those two people? Good question. That's a great question. Isn't it a great question? It's a wonderful question. <laughs> but yeah, you would absolutely think she would just uh, shoot Kane before she murdered an innocent woman and her child. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they give you the reason for that later, though. Somewhat. Sort kind of. of. Yeah, <laughs> they do give you the reason later. Sort of. But you would think she would get the same end, re- end result. Because either way, she still brings in Kane. Yeah. Or would have brought in Kane. So I don't know why she has to murder. Anyway. Yeah, how she doesn't get in trouble for killing two innocent people. Yeah, exactly. Weird. Yeah. Very odd. I killed two people that won't get to it. Yeah. Um, so uh, blah, blah, blah. We, we go back to the uh, Boone sitting in, in, the, in, in her car. And we see Kane being escorted by like six armed guards. He, they walk right up to her car, which again is really weird for. A prison. I don't think they bring a prisoner like right up to somebody's car with her window down. With her window down, <laughs> she's just sitting in it. Um, it's like, hold on, he's got to talk a little shit yeah, before right. we take him into yeah. solitary. He's yeah. got something to say to you, bitch. Yeah, right. Uh, they exchange some words, and basically it ends with Kane saying he's going to fuck her in hell, and he's just escorted away like mm-hmm. everything's fine. Classy guy. Yeah. Um, now we jump to Boone being escorted down a hallway by armed guards. Uh, she's led to some room full of like, these high-tech monitors and computers, kind of like a control center. Mm-hmm. Uh, here she meets up with Captain Galen. Galen welcomes her to the death house. 
And in comes a very stern-looking Dr. Fletcher, played by D. Wallace, who last we saw on our show was in Red Christmas. Uh, but she, again, she's should be everybody's gonna know who D. Wallace is. Captain Galen. Captain Galen looks like Bernie Mac ate uh, Wayne Brady. You know, <laughs> like he he's like this tall, kind of meaty, beefy yeah. black guy. <laughs> And he just Bernie Mac ate Wayne Brady. That's like great. Yeah, that's what I it looks that. like. So, um, it looks like they mushed him together. <laughs> uh, and behind uh, uh, Galen, in comes Agent Novak, and we learn that both these agents are recent graduates, but we don't know what the fuck they graduated from. Right. Uh, they never say they were at the top of their class. That's all we know. Special agent school. Yeah, special mm-hmm. agent school. Um, Galen says something to Boone about her honors request, which becomes a thing throughout this movie later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we jump to Galen leading Boone down a long white corridor. Now, while Galen's walking, I don't know about you guys, but the look on his face that he makes, he's making while he's walking, to me, looks like he's trying to hold in his shit while trying to look tough at the same time. <laughs> he had this weird ass yeah. look on his face. It was like a combination of like nervous and like pumped. It's like it's like a boxer going in, like an yeah. underdog boxer about to go in the ring. He's like, oh, he's trying to look tough, but he's scared too. Yeah, like he is. So I was looking. Like, it was it's such like, a weird look on his face. <laughs> Way too intense. So he felt like he had a fart, but it could have been a shit. Yeah, so I, was like, oh, squeak like, out. I don't know. <laughs> this is my actoral debut. I don't want to ruin this. <laughs> 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 so uh now i guess we're i don't know i'm actually a big uh anyway so he he leads they lead to like a guarded room and he tells her that this is her honor's request boom goes inside and now i guess we're standing in what I guess it's supposed to be a, a shitty version of a Star Trek holodeck yes. or an X-Men danger room or yes. something. That's yeah. exactly what I thought. And this is, but they don't give any like, they're like, here you go. We as the viewer don't have any idea what's happening. None. Right. None whatsoever. Absolutely zero. It's like, it, go this way. And all of a sudden the walls are like flickering. Like, yeah. psh, psh, mm-hmm. like, like static on a TV. Like yeah, it's white a noise. Snowy static TV. Um, and so she, the whole room is going psh, psh, you know what the yeah. fuck is going on? She's walking around, picking stuff up. Looking, well, it's like a like bedroom. An, it's like an. Oh, at first I thought it was like an office, like a psychiatrist's office, but it's more like a living room or something. Yeah, it's like, like a living room. Yeah, you can and, tell she recognizes the place. I mean, hmm. for the most part, yeah, it yeah. kind of looks like it. Yeah, and the ex Aaron said the walls keep flashing, the <laughs> static, and in walks Danny Trejo yeah. in red scrubs. <laughs> Here comes Machete. Machete. <laughs> machete. He just comes walking and he's holding a weapon that looks like a large bike gear on the end of a stick. It looks like. What the fuck is this supposed to be? It's like a it's like a post apocalyptic makeshift weapon or something. It looks like something out of Mad Max, yeah. Fury Road. It's, it's like a gear on a stick. Why didn't they just give him a fucking machete? <laughs> they that have no shit. <laughs> that would just why that's such an easy make right there. Yep. So uh Danny walks right past Goon like she's not even there. And Boone says, Jesus Christ, mom, and follows Trejo into the next room. Where we see him now mounted on top of a woman, pinning her down onto the bed. Trail kills, which I guess is supposed to be Boone's mom, as Boone just stands there and watches. Uh, and then after the mom's dead, she then she shoots Trejo in the chest with a gun. She walks up to Trejo. He mutters to her, free them, and then <laughs> dies. And I, I thought he said, that- free the hemp. 
I thought that's what he said. I have a new strain of marijuana on sale in Colorado, California, Washington, Oregon. Get your Jenny J. Ho him. Free him. That's what he said. Never mind. Do you know who the girl was on the bed? I, I, the only thing I come with is it's supposed to be it's supposed her to, mother. Yes. Like it's a memory well, the or a actress, flash. though. Yeah. Do you know who that is? Yeah, it's. It's it the girl there, from uh, I Spit on Your Grave. So uh, Camille okay. Keaton. So yeah. what's really weird is the one quick cameo they give her is her in being bed and raped. some guy being on top of <laughs> her attacking her. Do that to so many people. Yeah, in it's movie. like it was weird. Yeah, it was just weird. Yeah, thank you for the name. I could, I could Again, think of it. I know it's supposed it to be from... the Expendables of horror movies. Can, yeah. can get a little FaceTime. I mean, yeah, can they get a little little more recognition than like a glimpse of her face like, fighting Danny I Trejo? Even, I didn't even know. I, I don't remember even seeing her face. I remember apparently seeing like, Brinkie, hair and a body. Stevens is in this movie too, and I don't. I spotted her. I I was, was going to ask about that because she's credited. I was like, I don't remember ever seeing her. I'll, I'll, I never I'll, saw her. I'll point her out. When okay. I, yeah. Um, and I was pissed. Okay. <laughs> pissed. So, <laughs> so Get Trail, a Southern here. Trail dies, and then Boone just unloads the rest of his yeah, her clip. She into shoots him. him. He dies, and then loads the clip on him. So now we go to D. Wallace and Novak watching a. Basically, a female version of Leatherface dance around with a chainsaw while wearing a human skin mask and a leather apron. It's so Leatherface, it's ridiculous. It, it, yeah, to it, the it, point it, where the, her, what her name was. The, 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 the beautiful way they got around it was. Yeah. Leather lace. Leather yeah. lace. <laughs> she was dubbed Leather lace instead of Leatherface. And she's dangerous rooms covered in blood. Yeah. And there's a man tied up to a chair in there, too. And Leather lace. This is where, uh, played by horror, horrible horror alumni Debbie Roshan. Yeah, um, Debbie Roshan. Roshan. And again, great actress has got like good whoa, acting whoa, whoa, chops. Whoa, whoa. I don't know about great, but hey, man, she fucking killed it in Killer Rack. I, I, I would say the exception <laughs> of Killer Rack, yes, but you didn't see Santa Claus that Chris and I had to sit. Yeah, that was a '96. <laughs> but yeah, Doctor Kate Thulu, she was good. Rack. Killed it. <laughs> killed it in that one. Uh, so yeah, Wallace tells Novak that the woman is Amalind. Kenny, a.k.a. Leatherlace, blah, blah, blah. And Wallace gives Novak Leatherlace's backstory as they watch footage on, like, a, but kind of like a crappy version of, like, one of those, like, high-tech, like, Iron Man, like, you see the Iron Man, Tony Stark's, like, lab, like, mm. you know, like, you know. Or you Minority use, Report. Minority Report. Yeah. It's like one of those, like, CSI, it's like, yeah. well, I can just. Move your work. hand here, flip this stuff here. It's just a really, really shitty <laughs> version of that. Yeah. It's like the shittiest possible version of that. It's um, like the dollar store version. It, <laughs> it says it does this. No one will know the difference. I found this in the bargain bin. Exactly. This is good. Uh, so Wallace starts talking about the prison's radical psychological treatments, but, which again is this is where we get into so so much psychological bullshit nonsense. Um, it's just there's so many scenes and so much dialogue. That about this place is cutting edge yet experimental and borderline inhumane treatments really, and it's so trying so hard to make it sound like some sci-fi, highly intellectual, but it, it's just saying a bunch of fucking gibberish and it's nonsense. Tr- it's trying hard to sound smart. Yeah. Right. But it's just nonsense. It's trying hard to sound like advanced. Like this is beyond government. This is something special, and you know this. This is. 
and, and the dialogue that they're using is kind of a not necessarily above your head, but it's unnecessary. It's, it's incredibly like unnecessary. They're trying to the, in that kind of scene when they start. I'm like, are they trying to comment on today's society in a way? And they're not kind getting of. there at all. No, yeah, they they do try to make comments like that. You know, they, they absolutely like, they try, do. Try to try, try like make social commentary, but again, it just failed miserably in all aspects of that. Hmm. And another thing is like they try to talk so smartly. It's like maybe if we try to talk so smartly, and they'll, people it'll, people will forget about. Just ha- won't realize how just how much bullshit this is. Like we don't know what the hell we're doing. Don't they say too that like this prison or whatever has been open since the Eisenhower era? Yes, like, they said it was days. open. They, they well, like the, the, okay. The, we haven't gotten it yet, but well, oh, sorry. the prison itself, at, the main prison was open in the Eisenhower era. Yes, but then like Death House was built like underneath it into the ground, and that was is new, but. Yeah, it just, I can't imagine they're saying the death house was open back then. But they try to tie it to like actual government conspiracies, mm-hmm. like Operation Paperclip and like yeah. all this other stuff that actually happened. And they're trying to tie it all in to get that. And it's, it's kind of getting lost in translation what this place is supposed to be. Oh, yeah. They're just throwing out like buzzword, 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 buzzword. Yeah, that's a great mm-hmm. word. Yeah. Uh, Wallace goes on to say that they can erase all memories and implant new ones, and that their goal is to eradicate all evil. We cut to Wallace introducing Boone and Novak. To Dr. Karen Redmayne, played by Barbara Crampton. Uh, Crampton gives them a tour of this large room filled with various people in red scrubs or jumpers, unconscious on these makeshift beds. All of them are hooked up to machines via uh, IV tubings and all this stuff. Uh, and Crampton tells the agents that they are paralyzed with cure, 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 or something like that, uh, which is all, which is fed to them in a constant supply. Uh, uh, you know, they're fed. All these people are fed with a constant of, supply. Of, of bar, what was it, the, the the cocktail that they were using? Uh, well, hey, this leads us to our educational moment. <laughs> First educational moment of the day. And uh, since Aaron is the the uh, medical expert here, um, I am going, and he knows how to pronounce these fancy medical terms. I actually get to let Aaron read you our educational oh, moment for boy, the day, all about a cure. It's Q. It's, no, I'm sorry, C U R A R E. Q-Rare or Q-R-E or something like this, how it's pronounced, I think. So uh, Aaron can take it away with the education moment. <laughs> All right, Cura is a common name for various plant extract alkaloid arrow poisons originating from South and Central America. These poisons function by competitively and reversibly inhibiting the nicotinic asothocholine uh, uh, <laughs> receptor, which through a subtype of asothocholine receptor found in the neuromuscular junction. Asothoclearine normally acts as a stimulant muscle contracture, hence competition to the neuromuscular junction by cure prevents nerve impulses and activating skeletal muscle. The major outcome of that competitive activity is profound relaxation, comparable only to that of spinal anesthesia. So, that's how it works, I guess. Hmm. The more uh, you know. Good job, buddy. Oh, there's the more. more. You know, there's right? more, yeah, but, yeah, you know, at right. the same time, it basically is for This is... Uh, a oh, method crazy. to paralyze the muscles. Yeah. There you go. There's your educational moment. <laughs> um. It, yeah. And it, it's basically this is kind of um also stuff that they, they would use in like uh like old tribes of like put on like their blowgun darts. Yes. Stuff to yeah. Keep yeah. Correct pa- me if I'm wrong though, but didn't she say they were sedated with a cocktail of like amphetamines and that, LSD? We're com- yes. We're coming up. That's oh, the part. Yeah. Oh no, you're too right. ahead. I uh, just thought uh, of because you said the more you know. I thought of uh, now you know, and knowing doesn't mean jack shit because that <laughs> still doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it doesn't. Uh, yes, but yeah, Chris, you're coming right. So she says this is what paralyzes them. And I guess keeps them from moving or doing anything. But then she goes on to say that each patient is also fed a constant supply of barbiturates through one arm, and then amp- 
amphetamines and LSD through the other arm, and that this mix creates some kind of bla- brain flush, which uh, that's a high high tech. Sounds term. like a fucking party to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <right>. um, <laughs> Jesus. And then she goes on to say that some are also given electroshock, and while some are placed in sensory deprivation, all to break down the personality, which can then be replaced, which she calls transhumanism. Now that brings us to education moment number two. Oh boy. All right. Transhumanism uh, is an international philosoph- <laughs> philosophical movement that advocates for the transformation of the human condition by developing and making widely available sophisticated technologies to greatly enhance human intellect and physiology. In other words, it's the belief or theory that the human race can evolve beyond its current physical and mental limitations, especially by means of science and technology. So basically it's like the singularity or something like that. Hmm. Humans, robots. So kind of downloading yourself into a it's, program. You see this a lot in like movies like uh, there's one that giant debt movie, Transcends. Lawnmower Man. Lawnmower Man, uh, oh, the, yeah. the Matrix. Avatar, all that, all those kind of things are mm. basically transhumanism. Transhumanism. Short circuit one and two. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Five alive. Johnny Five is alive, and don't you forget it. <laughs> when did this become an educational show? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but I started. I remember when I was watching taking these notes. I, I was getting to the point where like I was so bored with yeah. this movie, and so I was like, yeah. I started grabbing on. Oh, that sounds more interesting. Than this movie. I'm gonna look that up. Oh, this is more interesting. Than this Come movie. on, Marshall. We always do insults on this movie. Let's learn. And more burning. <laughs> uh, so Wallace chimes in saying that mental illness is contagious, that it spreads via art, writings, and words. So again, sick people make sick people. Yeah. And yeah, don't is, listen to people's art or music the or social media. <laughs> yeah, throw, yeah. And there is no coincidence in the rise of social media and the rise of social violence. Hmm. So next, the agents lay down on these and beds. Just before we okay. comment on that, it was the rise of social media, and the right, you know, social media, and then the only somewhat funny moment of this movie, the only thing that got like the minor little, is when she <laughs> she says, you know, and the obviously you see like the sickness of the rise of social media, and they pan over to Agent Dude Novak, Novak, <laughs> Agent and Dude. he's playing on his phone, playing social media, and he goes, "What." You know, that's like the one moment I kind of went, yeah. <laughs> and there's yeah. no other moment I like crack a smile that's no. intentionally supposed to be cracked. No, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, so the agents lay down on these beds, or, or Boone lays down on bed, Novak's in a chair, and they put on these really cheap looking VR goggles. <laughs> so anyway, it's like they just took like a pair of like uh, plastic, like uh, shop goggles like those plastic shop uh-huh. goggles and there's like glued like a circuit, circuit board, board to, like, it, to, yeah. the, to the over the lens why didn't they put it it's like they just put circuit boards on top it's like why would you put a case on top of those circuit boards no no, no. we don't have the budget for that <laughs> futuristic looking yeah <laughs> circuit boards so uh and now we get a really crappy cg vr tour of the death house prison and this this is where I, when i first saw this, it reminded me so much of the first Resident Evil movie where they do like the the umbrella labs, the high or the underground. Yes, that's exactly what this is. Yes. Only it looks shittier in this than it did in Resident yeah, that Evil. That was two thousand two. Yeah, right. and yeah, that was bad then. Yeah, this is even worse. So also the prison. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, the, the prison that's supposed to be the home of the Death House is actually the Holmesburg Prison in Philadelphia, which was built in eighteen ninety five and it was continued continuous use until nineteen ninety five when it closed. The interesting thing about that, though, is the Holmesburg prison is famous, or I should say notorious, for being the site of many decades-long dermatological, pharmaceutical, and biochemical weapons research projects that involve testing on inmates. 
Uh, today, only a, a renovated gym is used occasionally for inmate overflow from other nearby prisons. So that's where they film it. That's that's the the, the, the prison you see above ground. Hmm. That's where they that's where they filmed this. Is in that old that prison? But hmm. yeah, the death house is actually underground. But, but I found that interesting. So this person actually did like biochemical weapon research on inmates. Less Damn. learning, more burning. Uh, <laughs> I find that, but that's highly more interesting. Than this fucking movie. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so we learned the death house consists of nine subterranean levels, each security, uh, each with each security level increasing as you f- go down further. Uh, prisoners are confined to virtual reality prisons in their minds uh, that recreate environments they were used to before their confinement, which to me seems like an ass backwards way of punishment because right? Right. it might as well be like a permanent mental vacation, if you will. I mean, seriously, what the fuck? Like, if you were, you're supposed to have the worst of the worst criminals here, right? And so they they lock them up here for punishment. And why would you put them in like a coma-like state and then let them dream of their happy happy places the whole time? Like, it's like Jason X when Jason is virtually transferred to yeah. a scene where he's killing people over and over again. Yeah, these girls like we're having sex and doing drugs, and he uh-huh. starts killing them. Yeah. It's like. It's that kind of environment they're creating for these prisoners. Yeah, but Man, like, that was one we... of my favorite deaths too, because he stuffs them in a sleeping bag and then starts just <laughs> blasting them between two trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gave me so much shit on that episode for saying that was my favorite kill. I'm like, no, no, that does not kill because that it was VR. It didn't count. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> It was still fun. It was fun. We but were the whole purpose is they're studying them, right? Like, yeah, that's... but I, I guess it's yeah. like if they're here for, I guess yeah, it, they're more here for it to be studied. But like if this is a prison to be prison, like one you why not just program them like a actual like hellscape, like make them like in a like a mental hell that they can't escape yeah. from instead of like let them be in their happy place all the time. Right. Uh, that's not it's not really punishment. Um, so now the AI computer takes Novak. To some VR flashback now. Where now we see Novak undercover as like a terrorist, like an Al Qaeda or something like that. Yeah, and he's like executing an American soldier. He's like sawing right. his fucking head off. Yeah, with like a bow knife. He's like sawing this guy's head off, and, uh, and then it shows Boone. Then shows Boone's advancement scenario, which was the scene we saw earlier where she shoots Kane, the woman and the kid with with Kane Hodder. So. What the fuck? So now Agent Novak, who's a government agent, was undercover as a terrorist murdering American soldiers? And gets rewarded like, for it. And gets rewarded for it. Thank yeah. you. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what? There was one this line when sure. she shot the woman and kid that Barbara Crampton said, uh, that's how you passed, or that's why we chose oh, like, now you, you know why. Far. Yeah, like, now you know like, why. Like, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, they're wanting them to do what can't be done by most agents. Um, yeah, thank you for bringing that up, Africa. She does say that. Um, so the AI goes on, goes back to the virtual tour, talking about the ninth and lowest level. The ninth level is only used to house what's called, quote unquote, the five evils, which are five supervillain level type prisoners. And oh. I literally mean supervision, supervillain as in comic book. Yes. Villain with superpowers. Yes. Right. Literally. The first is Bill Mosley, who is an immortal Nazi who has the power of demographic chameleon who's able to adapt multicultural vocal inflections. <laughs> what? <laughs> and was basically the head of Hitler's resurrection program. Age unknown. Age unknown. Right. Everybody, everybody's age That's is what unknown. I was going to say. Age unknown for every single one. Because everyone... We don't know how they are. But they've been locked up since the 40s. You know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah. He'd be like, at least in his 80s by now. 
uh, well, he, they're no, all immortal. But he's he's a he's a I guess That's basically. Was, but they didn't elude that. They didn't yeah. elude that at all. They basically said he was around during his regime. Like that guy would be fucking dust. I, right? I, they never eluded I that. Got, I I got because all, all of them said you know age uh, unable, unknown. Un- unknown or unable cannot be determined. So I'm like. Okay, they're fucking immortals, I guess. You know, so, immortals. notice some of them had like uh, regenerative properties. Yeah, or I, I, something. Yes, thank you. Like uh, Wolverine. That brings us to number two: <laughs> a woman named Balthoria, whose power is basically as as is Wolverine, because she has super cellular regeneration, and is basically a Countess Bathory because she loves bathing in blood, which I guess she thinks help her, helps her keep young, even though she's fucking immortal so and has cellular vampire? regeneration. Third is Alexei Nila, who played by Vernon Wells, he, another. He's another immortal who is a cannibal necromancer. So I guess he has magical. He can powers. raise the dead, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, fourth is Crow, played by Michael Berryman. Uh, he's also another. Except they're all fucking immortal. This, they're all of them. Uh, they say he has incalculable intelligence. He's the product of human mutation uh, and experimentation, and now possesses superhuman strength and intelligence. Uh, he also has enhanced cellular regeneration. So they didn't really. They didn't really. Go real, you know, wide variety of superpowers. They're all the there's like all yeah, more yeah. This races. is good that you're going same. through all this though because it all flashed on the screen and then yeah, it like seemed like a big right. fucking deal. Yes. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. That's why like you think that, oh this is a big deal, this is important stuff. Fuck no. It seemed yeah. like a big fucking deal because they go into each character, they show a little like splice of their history, and they show like a little cameo of them fighting people or the one girl's bathing in blood and it's yeah. visually cool it's cool to look at but it's mm-hmm. like they're really hammering home these five evils it's mm-hmm. five evils five evils right. and they have they're immortal or we don't know how they are they're, they're, there's there's something about them and and then you know we just we, that's 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 the impression they left on yeah you. exactly and then the fifth and last one is named Thyle and you guessed it he's also immortal uh, so they say his age is unknown he's and like his fire. expertise his expertise is in the satanic arts and the crucifixion of his victims, along with turning his victims inside out. So that's yeah, and you're thinking, wild. cool. Yeah. All right, we're gonna see that later. Right. See yeah. some shit. See, see some real shit. Just setting it up, right? They're setting yeah. up big time. Let's just put that little softball right there on that tee for <laughs> yeah. you. Okay, we have <laughs> right up. We have, we have the yeah, woman. Yeah. We have the woman who's bathing blood. Okay, yeah. cool. We have the guy who's got superhuman strength. Okay, that he can do all kinds of stuff. We got a guy who turns people inside out. Ooh, goody! And then you're so you got that bat in your hand. You're taking your bat swing. You're about to hit that softball you're off that tee and then, it up. Zoop, they just pull the tee right away. <laughs> tee just gone. Ball and all. <laughs> Do you know who Vernon Wells is? Yeah, he's a... I, he's fucking Bennett from Commando, yeah. which I did not know that watching the whole movie. Like, yep. uh, yeah. Apparently he was in uh, Inner Space, too. I yes. think he's the, okay. the big yeah. dude that's always carrying around the... Actually, yeah. I would say Vernon okay. Wells, I think, did a pretty solid job with his part near the end. Uh, but He's supposed to be a Russian guy, though, in this movie. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. yeah he's supposed to be Russian. Uh, if you forget the fact that he has no Russian accent whatsoever... No, he has a really sweet English accent. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so now we suddenly jump back to Novak, who again is really, really shitty screen screen VR setting, and he's standing in a wooded area, and in front of him is Sid Haig sitting in one of those like fold up camping tailgating chairs. Yeah. Just like <laughs> chilling. He's just chilling. And to Sid's right is a crying blonde woman on her knees wearing only blue panties. Her arms are bound behind her back. Titties out. Titties out. Yeah. To Sid's left is our friend and friend of the show, Kevin Caliber. Kevin Caliber! Kevin Caliber! Uh, K-Cab! Yeah, K-Cab, Mr. <laughs> Superman himself. 
Uh, he's also on his knees. Just jack to the tits. Yeah, oh, dude, I had this. I'm like, God damn, does Kevin look good in this movie? <laughs> like his body's just sick. Like he should. And he's so muscular. Like he look, he should be, be able to just rip right out of those binds. Like, no. like, he's like I'm out of here. And it's so funny because he's fucking dime piece, right? Yeah. He's a good looking guy, and the girl they got kind of schlubby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like she's like. Yeah. Like I. Yeah, like kind of saggy tits. Yeah, and like a, just a little. Like she's not bowing, but she's like a little compared to next. Like you're putting, right. you put the, the, the chiseled Greek god that is Kevin Caliber. You have this. Damn. She doesn't look. You're like, putting prime rib next to fucking hamburger. <laughs> like shoot up hamburger. <laughs> so yeah, and not even good hamburger like that. Yeah, you know, like seventy thirty shit. It's got all fat. <laughs> so anyway, Sid talks to Novak, telling Novak that. He's in Sid's cell thanks to technology. Mm-hmm. And the background continues to flicker with static. Sid pulls out two plastic-looking icicles from a cooler. Yeah, uh, He's holding one in each hand and then stabs the woman and Kevin Caliber in the back of the neck, killing them both. So there goes Kevin Caliber God real quick. Yeah. Didn't have a single line, but damn, did he look good doing it. You know what? <laughs> this actually may have been a good career choice. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you probably, yeah, just... In and out, Kevin. You, yeah. In and out. <laughs> Dip your toe in that pool. Nah. Nothing in this mo- yeah. Nothing in the movie. You can't be pinned to anything bad in this movie. What movie was this dude in? You guys did. Uh, he actually we met him. We actually met him at the. We first met him at the very first contamination, and uh, we just became budge with the guy. And uh, right. he's from St. Louis. Yeah, he's uh, St. Louis native. Yeah, he's from St. Louis. He was in a band called Disober. Uh, he's you he's know. a obviously he's, he's a model. He does a lot of like novel models, like you know, it's like romance, romance novels. Novel he's covers. the guy on the cover. Oh. Uh, he's and he does a lot of Fitness independent videos. Movies. He's also in uh, he's on uh, Hulu's show Future Man, which is actually really good. If you haven't watched Future Man, I highly recommend season one. He's in there, he plays a guy Who named Blaze. It's Who is funny. He? In that, I like Future Man. Who is he? He was Blaze, one of the bros in season one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. and he's supposed. I, yeah. I haven't gotten. I haven't. I've started season two, but I haven't gotten that far into it yet. But I believe he's in season two somewhere at some point. Uh, and then he's also in an award-winning uh, Superman fan film. Yeah, uh, yeah, so indie, he, an indie film. Yeah, but it's supposed. But to he's been Superman twice. He was Superman yeah. in a fan film, and he was Superman in season one of uh, Supergirl. Dubs, yeah, WB CW's Supergirl. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So. Um, well. But if you want another horror movie, then he was also in a horror movie called The Campus and uh, Ugly Sweater Party. Ugly Sweater Party, yeah. Um, so, anyway. So, anyway. Sid Hay kills them. They're dead. Um, where was I? Um, Sid Reg ran was on, but everything, again, just so goddamn Nonsense confusing. and convoluted. It's, it's nonsense, yeah. Uh, all I know for sure is that Sid asked that he... That Sid Haig asked for this moment when, as soon as he heard he that Novak was like coming it. to the prison. Yeah, Novak's brother got uh, accused of killing these two people, like in real life or some shit. Yeah, like so. Yeah, like I don't know if I could... So, do you guys know what these killings, what those were? Like, do you know that like they had Texas Chainsaw Massacre? They had this. That's the Zodiac killings. So, in huh. the Zodiac killer who was never caught or whatever. I believe a couple times it would be at a park, it would be a couple, he would walk up to them and he would have a knife and he would make the guy tie up the, the girl tie up the guy. Well, I knew, yeah, he I knew he had And then he would stab him in the well, back. Okay. Huh. So I, I immediately noticed Zodiac as soon as I saw I, that. I, I, when you say that, I can, I, I see why that would kind of, but I don't know if they went that So far. I didn't know if they were hinting that the brother, and then the other thing I was going to ask you, which the you brother, guys might know. The brother, there's no way the brother could be Zodiac because he would be... 
Even well, Marshall, everybody gets to live forever in this fucking But then the other thing was like, so I guess now you just said he asked for it, but in the first one, didn't you mention Danny Trejo walked right by her and never saw her yeah. until she shot him? Yeah. How did they see each yeah, other? They were like having a conversation, sharing a beer almost. It was yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. it seems like, oh, you're in my cell, I guess, because like you're mentally, they transport your, your consciousness into my VR world, and now we're talking... And I asked for this moment as soon as I heard you were coming to this, to the death house. And I'm like, but then I'm like, why would the prisoners know that secret agents are coming? He's like, who's <laughs> yeah. telling these people this? Like, why would they be privy to that information? And in the first to your place? credit earlier, you're like, what the fuck is this? Like an oasis that they get to go to and make requests? <laughs> yeah, and exactly. And There's no punishment do to do whatever the fuck they want here. <laughs> so anyway, um, this. Uh, Sid Haig tells Novak, uh, he talks about, you know, souls and if they're real or not. And then he tells Novak that they have something special for him and the girl here. And then we go back to reality. Boone tells Wallace that, uh, that they were, uh, there were video glitches in the system. And Wallace like, oh yeah, we've had some technical glitches. You know about it. No big deal. <laughs> that's the really? excuse. Really? <laughs> this, is, like, this is like the most high, like the... Right. Worst of the worst, the worst killers in the world. Your security system, like, oh, we've been having some minor motherfuckers, no big deal. You'd have a pre, you'd be shutting that shit down real quick. Yeah, like, right. no big. Fixing this shit immediately. Um, so Wallace t- then tells him to take a break, and we cut to some lone guard on patrol above ground, like walking the fence line. He's talking to somebody on his comms unit, and he finds a bloody, torn piece of cloth stuck to a barbed wire fence. And then he starts to hear sounds coming from a dumpster. I mm-hmm. uh, fuck this is fucking insane. I so, did I did kind of like the fact that he's like, "Hey guys, I got something here. I got a bloody rag on the fence. Anybody? Hey, hey, hey!" It's like he's right. not just going, "Whatever." Yeah, you know, he's calling in for help. Yeah, he they they did get that part and right. He's walking over this dumpster. Yeah, he goes over to check it out. I know I got the, I'm nitpicking here, but this is like a high level security. Why is the dumpster on the outside of the fence? Right. And why is Actually, the trash is it on not the outside? in the dumpster? Yeah, I, I don't know if it's on the outside of the fence or the inside of the fence. Because you already know what side of the fence he's walking. I assume he's walking, walking the perimeter. About. Yeah. I would assume the dumpster's on the inside of the fence. Yeah. And he's walking the perimeter. But you're right. Why is the dumpster, why is it just thrown about? It would be, it wouldn't just be yeah. like that. I was I, assuming he was outside the, you know, walking yeah. the perimeter. You're I think right. he was inside yeah. the perimeter. But it doesn't matter. Um, I don't Who knows? But uh, so he goes over to the dumpster to check it out. So something like and, got um, skunks in the dumpster. Yeah, yeah got skunks what? in the dumpster again. Like, and listeners, Moongoon yes. buddies, um, I bet you can't guess what the fuck he finds in the dumpster because he finds a fucking child wearing a Nazi <laughs> officer hat. <laughs> yeah, a child wearing a Nazi full, officer's hat. Full uh, full SS gear. Full, yeah, sing <laughs> It's just it's bullshit. What? And then to make it even crazier, the kid leaps out of the dumpster like a, alone, which would be nearly impossible because it's not only does this kid leap straight up out of the dumpster, he leaps out of the dumpster onto the guard who t- he tackles to the ground. He tackles this little kid tackles a full-grown SWAT like officer a to the ground. Fucking SS spider monkey. Yeah, like, you know, just leaps that's out. That's his superpower. Yeah, that's his superpower. <laughs> spider monkey abilities. And the kid who is now mounted on top of this guard in full like Kevlar uh, outfit pulls out a giant fucking Bowie knife from nowhere, stabs the guard through the Kevlar bulletproof vest, yeah. guts the guard, pulls out some of the guard's inner organs. The kid then pulls out some object that has, like, flashing red lights on it, sticks it into the guard's open gash wound on his stomach. Puts and the then guts back puts on the top. the guy 
like you're you're putting back a uh, your your divot in golf yeah. or something. Like, Let me pat that <laughs> exactly. down. Let me put sure that those guts were all covered in grass. Yeah, and stuff, <laughs> like dirt. Oh, man. And then the kid just gets up and disappears <laughs> into the night. He's never, never to be seen, seen again. <laughs> <laughs> he did his job. That's all. I was like, what the. <laughs> when I saw like what is happening, I just I'm laughing so I can't believe what's going on here. So fucking Terminator Ninja Kid's gone. <laughs> Terminator Ninja Kid. Uh, we cut the Boone and Novak naked showering together, yeah. which is yeah. also so fucking weird and makes zero sense. This is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. We have these two and it's above shot and yeah. it's this guy taking the shower and I'm like, okay, he's taking a shower. Yeah. And they had this other shower head that's like inches away uh-huh. so they're like shoulder to shoulder yeah. male female like, like rubbing yeah. butts almost yeah. and, like, and all they do is have a conversation about their shitty tattoos because right. <laughs> like it would make like they're not romantically involved which okay that would make sense if they're for them to shower together I mean, it's not. It's not like so. It's not sexy shower time. It's just two co-workers for some reason showering together. And they never use soap. They don't. It's no. Like there's no soap, no shampoo. They're just standing. They just in get water. wet. They just yeah. get wet. Yeah. And talk. Of, and they I talk mean, I'm not complaining bullshit. because her body was banging. Yeah, yeah she looks great. Nice. I mean, they both have and fine bodies. And he, he, he looks, must work out. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't looking at him. Yeah, no, Courtney looks great. She she looks absolutely great. But yeah, but the scene is just such nonsense. It's, yeah, they talk about their tattoos. Yes. And, and they said, I don't remember ever getting these. Yeah. Or, or no, no. It goes on for a long time. It goes her, on forever. Forever. So he asked her if... Uh, she remembers anybody from their class, or if, or he, if yeah, she gets talk, deja vu when they come to this place and shit like that. Well, they so. talk about the horrible things they had to do to get their honors request first, and then they and at the point, this point, I wrote in my bit well, like what fucking branch of the government do these guys even work for? Because that's never mm-hmm. even talked about, never mentioned, never discussed. Um, and then like now they talk here's talk about the tattoos because they, they both of them have multiple tattoos, and none of them remembers how, when, or why. They got them or what mm-hmm. they even mean. But they said something to the effect of, I woke up one day and drew them. And I drew them and I I, I drew this tattoo. No, no I don't remember. I but this, then but they're like, like, I don't, I don't remember the getting them. Yeah. It's like they're already like fucking up the story right there because they're talking about waking up, drawing them or having well, see, them. I, see what I, I, have a, I have 11 birds and they mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> what I got was that he drew them first and then he, later he somehow woke up and they were tattooed on. I'm like, that's what I did. Not that he. Got tattooed and then drew him. I don't know. I, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't make it any doesn't, sense. No, nothing makes sense in this movie. No. Nothing. Uh, uh, can I just bring up one point? It's always uh, Starship Troopers made me think this. This movie made me think this, and they've done this before. Like obviously, actors have a sex scene, and you're like, man, how would you like be able to do that with a hot girl? And every actor, I'll tell you, well, there's a million people on set, like so. Uh, I'm basically talking about like getting a hard on or whatever. Yeah, sure. But let's pretend that there is a world where you have to go shower with somebody as hot as that girl on mm-hmm. a regular basis. You're immediately going to get hard just standing right next to her. Yes. So <laughs> it was just, it's more like how do superheroes take a shit? Like when do they have time <laughs> to take a shit? These are the questions that go through my mind. I was like, now why would they ever have a world like that? That just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, why? This yeah. scene was so unnecessary. <laughs> it was weird too because uh, he, when he asked her, like, do you remember anybody from the class, anything from Facebook? He brings up Facebook. Yeah, he's like, I don't remember. And she's I, like, I don't know is anybody. that your way of asking me if I'm single? Like, I don't think yeah. he said anything like that. Like, no. Yeah, so but she, yeah, she fuck? makes that jump. Yeah. She jumps to that conclusion. He's like, oh, yeah. I wouldn't care if you were anyway. Right. And, but and at that like, point, I was like, all right. You could tell I'm not hard. I don't like <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, but he's like, I don't remember anybody from class. I don't remember anyone before any of this. So, like, what the fuck's happening? They seem very cool about not having a memory. Exactly. They, right. seem very they don't seem concerned o- at all okay about Okay about this. I know if I woke up with a huge back piece of an tr- upside-down tree and birds in my back, I'd be a little pissed and confused. <laughs> and I'd really, really want to know what's going on. Right. Like, who did this to me? Especially you wake up and it's completely healed. Like, when the fuck did that get there? How long has it been out? Yeah. <laughs> so now we cut to Dr. Lloyd Kaufman about to perform Yay! surgery. Yay! <laughs> He's about to perform surgery on the guard that got got by the ninja Nazi kid. Uh-huh. Um... And then we instantly cut back to another narrated VR tour of Death House. This Lloyd Coffin whole thing, he just like, okay, what we got? All right. He's, I'm like, he's, he's, he's Lloyd Kaufman just being Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Co- right. He's a surgeon. <laughs> yeah. But he, they he, don't give him neat. Like, he just comes up and goes, oh, what do we got? Oh, this kid looks like he's in bad shape. Cut away. Cut away. Yeah, and that's it. And I'm like, well, that was five seconds. Yeah. He hit all of Dr. Kaufman's. Dr. Kaufman. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Lloyd Kaufman <laughs> scenes are basically hey, five seconds. Hey, he sold the role to you. He said it, Dr. Kaufman. <laughs> yeah, all of his scenes are just like, Five, five seconds, seconds five seconds, nibbles. five seconds, and that minutes. drove me fucking bonkers. Drove me nuts too. Yeah. I hate it because it's Lloyd... back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And he chews the scenery. He's whenever he's on in any of the movies we've done. We've done a lot of movies with Lloyd Kaufman in it. He commands your attention. He does a great job of bringing you into this crazy, weird world he creates. Mm-hmm. And maybe he could do that here and try to, you know. Maybe See, bring you in a little bit, but they just chop his shit up so much. Right? I actually hated. I'm like, hated Lloyd Kaufman in this movie. Well, I didn't hate. I thought he. I. I don't I, think he no, had no. enough time on screen. Well, I agree. Have a good, well, you know. it's, they didn't give him a chance. Let's literally dissect this. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't We're have a chance for anything. But my here's yeah. my thing is this: everybody else in this movie, regards like you know, even like Debbie Debbie Rochon, Felicia Rose, who've all had comedic roles in horror movies in the past or done some comedic stuff. Everybody in this movie is playing it serious. Like, and then do we, then we get Lloyd Kaufman, who is notoriously never serious about anything. He's just Mr. Gag Goofiness. Yeah. And he's supposed to be a surgeon. And I'm like, he's obviously being Lloyd Kaufman. He's just being his wacky, goofy, oh, what's going on here? You know, almost incompetent surgeon thing. And even though it's just five seconds at a time, one reason I hate it is because of the editing. It's back and forth, back and forth. But I just didn't like the fact that he was so wacky like compared to everybody else in this movie he's supposed to be a surgeon like trying to fix this garment like, he shouldn't have been i want him to be like yes it's lloyd kaufman we can see it's lloyd kaufman yes he's in the movie but we don't need wacky lloyd kaufman we just let him be a surgeon trying to save this guy what i thought was funny about that's that, what whole, I was saying. that whole scene is that not once do they ever try to help the guy it's like they're just standing there staring at it like, huh, this guy's got a big hole in his gut. You know, they don't ever once like, you know. But they don't even get enough time to like yeah, develop yeah. it. All he says is like, don't cut that shirt off because that's the only thing You're holding, holding it together. together. Yeah. Well, what do you, you But know? he does sit back and go, yeah. you know, scratches yeah, a lot the head. Of that. The only yeah. thing, like, I didn't mind Lloyd Coffin being a little wacky because I've met a lot of surgeons who are weird, uh-huh. who are kind of weirdos, and they're they're smart, they're brilliant people, but they're kind of, there's a fine line between genius and insanity, and yeah. I think a surgeon is one of them. You know, right. but uh, yeah, there's I didn't mind it's Lloyd Coffin being a little wacky because he's fucking Lloyd Coffin. He deserves to do that, but I just didn't like the fact that they just didn't give him enough to work with. Yeah, there's some people here like just because they're horror icons, it's like just because you have them in the movie, 
like they might not as well not even be in this movie because if that's all they're doing, I don't remember Felicia them, Rose at all. I don't know where she's at. She's like one line. Most of she's in the background. She's with that other girl that you said that we haven't come to her yet. Oh, okay, we haven't okay. come to her yet. But uh, we're coming up on her anyway. So you're coming up on. Her. Um. <laughs> anyway, so we Thanks, like, like we said we instantly five seconds of quiet. We cut back to another narrowed VR toward the death house. This is where we start getting the shitty CGI elevator shaft images, which we get. A lot from here on out in this movie, and it's awful. Yeah. Um, Flashbacks to Creepazoids. Yeah, it's really bad CGI here. It's like zombies, almost bad CGI. <laughs> zombies. Uh, Come on. In, in, in the VR world, Boone and Novak meet up with Barbara Crampton, who is standing in front of Kane Hodder, who is hooked up to his VR chair, machine, cell, whatever crap you want to call it. Cramp- it's like Total Recall in a way. It, yes, thank you. That's yeah, a very Total yeah, Recall yeah. chair. Yeah. Uh, Crampton says that Hotter is going to be mighty erased and reformatted with proper morals, compassion, and obedience to the law. This sparks a debate about morality and who's to say what's wrong and what's right. And again, it's just tr- this movie trying to be way more intellectual and m- more than it is or more than it should be. It's, it's nonsense. It doesn't this, need to be this there. This is the point, too, where like she, she's like, this whole thing could be a VR... Like virtual reality, so she like leans in and kisses him. Almost, no, but like... yeah, I think we're coming up on that one. That blew my mind. Oh, I take it back. Yes. Um. All right. The, the machine. Cool. The machine hisses and the smoke mm-hmm. comes out. The VR headset raises off Kane's head. Boone leans in close to his face, and the next. And I roll my for some fucking reason. She kisses Kane Hodder on the lips, and I was like, "What? Why?" It's, like, it's, it's almost like she's trying to find out if this is real i think there's better ways to, to find out if it's real than kissing the guy that you absolutely hate and made you murder a kid and a child How about punching him yeah you can just punch him in the face or punch him in the dick or well, something again, like they that. do a terrible like, obviously she was following him or with him for an extended period of sure. time right so they, they don't really go into the backstory of them too you know what i mean she may have some sort of like Father figure. Like, You're looking way too into this. Yeah, I'm, trying, I'm grasping the straws here, <laughs> man. I'm trying to figure yeah. out what the fuck is going so on. I was so confused. Like, why the fuck would she be kissing him right now? But um, yeah. So we go back to the real, the real. We're world. just not smart enough to get it. Mark. Yeah, it's yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where Cromp, uh, Crampton introduces Boone and Novak to Doctor Bennett, who runs what he calls Central Casting, along Doctor Freeman, who's played by Felicia Rose. And Dr. Harrison, who's played by Lauren Compton. Like I said, he makes her third appearance. We already talked about that. Um, anyway, Bennett explains to Boone and Novak what central casting is and what it does. It's like a room full of people. And basically, yeah, what I can figure gather from this is that they kidnap homeless people and lowlifes. Mm-hmm. And then they drug them and keep them in a waking, an, a waking comatose state, almost lobotomized state. Yeah. With each person is then selected based on various attributes like height, weight, hair color, Eye color, breast size, etc. Even smell. Even smell. These people are then used to represent the victims of the various prisoners in hopes to accurately recreate prisoners' memories to get full accessibility to their personality profile. Just hearing you Just, read that yeah, it makes me want to fucking barf. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But that's the shit this movie is filled and with. And it's filled with it. Filled with it. So Ugh. basically, these people are mice being fed to snakes for right, the most part. Right. Yeah. And they're homeless people or study. low lives. And goddamn, I've had some rough nights and pops coming home at like <laughs> 6.30 in the morning. I'm just like crawling to my car, like passing out. If someone's like, hey, man, 
fifty dollars and I'll buy your breakfast. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and the next thing you know, I'd be in death house. What <laughs> <laughs> a, a bunch of assholes. Yeah, a catatonic state. <laughs> not even knowing what the fuck you're doing. Getting my top ripped off showing my titties. I, I, know, right? <laughs> I didn't even see any dudes in that thing either. It was like all There's a women. few dudes, There's but it's mostly few, women. There's a few dudes and then like a bunch of like pretty good looking chicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What kind of homeless people are these? Well, they talked about the makeup. They said we oh, gotta uh, you know That's true, they did the art makeup they to make did. a look. God you know? damn it, Doug, you're but right. But then they're also like kidnapping children. Like it's not the kids' fault they're yeah. homeless, but you're bringing them in so the special agent can shoot them to death. Or the or and the Dr. prisoners Bennett can makes a point kill them again. We have a lamp girl. Yeah, a nightstand girl. Or a nightstand. Maybe a nightstand girl. And almost like referring to like uh like scene, like she's a hairstylist Jenny or Trejo something. or something like. See, didn't it didn't it look just like your mom's room or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like, like all she does is decorate nightstands. Seriously, stuff. okay. Oh uh, yeah, Bennett <laughs> says that the, uh, that someone's uh, got a budget. Yeah. Jesus, Bennett says that out there they all would have died anyway, but at least in here they get their fifteen minutes, assuming that they live that long. I wouldn't have died. I would have just had a <laughs> had a great breakfast at a diner with a boot and rallied, baby. <laughs> Crampton tells Boone that the homeless woman used to represent Boone's mother in the VR honor request was picked because she resembled Trejo's victim type. So there, they explain some of that. Mm. Crampton then takes Boone and Novak to meet three people who she okay. calls her little side project. Ugh. And we're now introduced to the three Satans. Not to confuse with the five evils, but the three Satans. Now, yes. this scene went on forever. Yeah. Yes. So this is the scene... I see Brinky Stevens. Really? Where the fuck did you see so, her? So, and when they're showing the three Satans, they're sitting in a room by themselves, yeah. and the the. Are you seeing Brinky Stevens? Somebody in the back. She background? was in the background. Oh my oh, god! She was one of the doctors in, in the, the background. background. Jesus Christ! Okay, yep. I didn't even lame. know. I noticed there was like two people in the background. Like there's four. The window, there's four. But... There's. So they have uh, Novak, Boone, and Boone uh, and Doctor Barbara uh, Crampton. Yeah, mm-hmm. Barbara Crampton. They're and, in the same room. And then they have four doctors in the background, mm. and one of those is Brinky Stevens. And I was like, is she going to do anything? Nope. She's just there for Just to be the there. Fuck what a it. waste. So one more name, we then cram into the credits. Exactly. Uh, didn't even notice that. So basically, these is three... Is she a pre- Hall of Famer, Brinky Stevens? No, but she's, she's, she was nominated. She's we didn't bordering put her in on yet, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we didn't put her... She should be. Uh, you know, maybe we'll do a Hall of Fame here next week or Who's something. Who's the other one that it isn't uh, the other blonde from... She was also in a Slimeball. Lenora Quigley? Lena Quigley? Yeah. Le- Lena, Lena, Lena Quigley. She's, she's a Hulk. We put her in. She's Hall of Fame. Surprised she wasn't in this movie. Yeah, that's right? a good point. Yeah. She wasn't in that's this one. That's a great point. Uh, maybe she, again, she had the wherewithal to be like, nope. Uh, <laughs> or she could have been. She maybe she was. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, so these three prisoners all hold the same delusion that, the, that they're Satan. Uh, one, number the one is called Satan. Number two, another one is called Created Satan or Satan Creator. And the third one is called Son of Satan. Crampton offers the agents a chance to meet them, saying it'll be fun, that she loves these guys. Like, they're a barrel of laughs or something. So the following scene with the three Satans is just fucking weird. It feels cryptic dialogue. It doesn't make any sense. It goes on too long. One of those Satans is in um, uh, the Krampus movie that we hate. One of them, Bill Olbers Jr. Bill Olbers Jr., that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the first one, if anybody wants to look at it. Uh, but anyway, unless you guys have any more you want to say about this, I'm skipping over it because it's just Good. fucking boring. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's skip it. Okay. Doesn't doesn't matter. All right, we're skipping to Boone, Novak, and D. Walls in the elevator going down. Walls is talking more made up psychological intellectual bullshit. Mm-hmm. Interspice with shots of Lloyd Kaufman in surgery for another three seconds. 
Again, little clips of Lloyd Kaufman yeah. scratching his head. This is the one thing I didn't mention. This is the one thing I do hate about this surgery scene is everyone has masks on and they keep pulling it down. Yeah, right. They yeah. keep pulling the mask and then down. rubbing their bloody fingers <laughs> everywhere. Just, <laughs> just breathing all over this wound. The Kaufman doesn't have a mask on all because they need to show his face. He's so pulling it down, put it on, pulling it down. Put it. It's like fuck. Uh, so yeah, again, they never do anything. They're not like <laughs> rushing to like save this guy. At no, all the, they Kaufman just like reaches a hand and like. Oh, look, at th- I found something. Pulls yeah. this out. Pulls out this object that, uh, you know, turns flashing red. And it turns out to be an EMP bomb that goes off the instant Lloyd Kaufman pulls it out, basically. Mm. All the power goes out uh, in the in the death house and the emergency backups kick on. So EMP, electric magnetic pulse. pulse. Yep. So it's supposed to knock out all the electricity Electri- all electrical equipment in the area. Yep. Now, I don't know anything about EMPs or EMP explosive devices. Do okay. they actually explode? Or they just send out a no, pulse. No, it's, it, it's a pulse. It's not. They don't actually explode like shrapnel. It's just a. It's a big magnetic pulse like that just shoots out. So yeah. would that kill anybody? Kind of like the Matrix. I remember? don't. Was unless you have like a pacemaker, I think, or something. <laughs> okay, then I don't. Enough. I don't so, think. So, but thinking, so I don't know how close the proximity. Company. Like if you one went off like in your house and you weren't next to it, I think you'd be all right. But I, I can't say if you're like holding the thing in your hand. But I don't think so because it's just an electromagnetic pulse. So unless you're like a pacemaker or something like that, then I think you'd be fine. Mm. Do you hear us talking right now? Yeah, right? <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. This fucking movie. I know. This movie is what this has done yeah. to us. This is what we've become. So the AI computer voice comes on the intercom saying the containment cells have been breached and that there's 60 minutes of auxiliary power. And we see guards scrambling on. And I'm like, we're like 45 what? minutes yeah. in the movie. Yeah, but I think to make fucking AI. Are you serious? In a maximum security high-tech prison, the power goes off, and the first thing that happens is the cells are breached. Yeah. I'm thinking those would be hooked. The cells would be the one thing that is definitely hooked up to the backup so they don't get breached. Right. But like, nope, fuck it. The cells are all open now. This is also a place that's like, oh, yeah, we got technical difficulties. Fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> so the elevator comes to a stop, but then we get more city shitty CGI of the camera flying up an elevator shaft, and we cut to Kane still sitting in his VR chair. A guard leans way, way too close into Kane's face, and we need to get this piece of shit back to storage. The guard rips some wires off of Kane, like his UV tubing or whatever the fuck he's hooked up to. And now I'm not really sure what happens, but what we see are two blue glowing devices rise up from the arms of the Mm -hmm. machine, and then they fire off like some kind of fucking harpoons attached to chains. Now, these arrowheads shoot into somebody's Stomach. chest. Stomach. <laughs> right, right, like nipples, like, in which really makes it like these machines just fire, like, nipple clamps at someone. Well, they had showed, they had showed like, a, they had showed like a, almost like a, a diagram of it before where, like, these cups. They did, like, they did. Yeah. They, they get, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah but they, it was a it CG, shoots, it was like a weird computer it. graphic. It essentially shoots in the King Hodder's guts. Okay. So those little harpoons essentially will get caught in there. So if he tries to break out, break out, they'll rip out his... Yeah, so he's. All right, he's I missed. Hooked, I missed the, the. He's hooked up diagram, to the, exactly so. what Chris said. It's like so they show that before when they when Boone was kissing Kane, mm-hmm. there was a scene where they had computer gra- It was all computer graphics. I totally missed that. Where part they show then. these, it, it all was was red lines going into his body, and it kind of oh, hinted at okay. this. All right, you know, basically, <laughs> and yeah, it was just silly. Uh, all right, so. We, then we just cut to two various doctors and staff scrambling around pushing various equipment in a, in a hustle and a bustle. We go back to the elevator where Boone, Novak, and Wallace 
exchange some crappy dialogue. Boone wants to know if there is like the, an ultimate kill switch of this place. They'll just kill everybody in case of a doomsday scenario like this one. Wallace says they do have one, but they're trapped in the elevator for now, and they, you know, we can't get to it. And don't worry too much because the prisoners will be looking for an escape and not looking for us. Um, and we cut back to Kane being escorted by a group of armed guards to his cell. The two guards step on his bed. They start to remove his restraints. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I guess Kane becomes like Magneto or something because the yeah. spiked nipple clamps come to life and they shoot out from Kane's body. They <laughs> shoot right <laughs> into both guards' soft eye holes, <laughs> killing them. So, like I said, Kane now has superpowers too. I, I did love yeah. this because the harpoons shoot out into guard one's like, Wah! guard two's like, Wah! Well, and then they show them both just going, just <laughs> wiggling around. I feel bad for guard two because like guard one was like, are you just going to stand there? You're going to come over and help me. Had he not gone over there and helped him, <laughs> yeah. he never would have got the harpoon in the yeah, eye. I don't bitch. know. Maybe maybe would because Kane's like Magneto powers. He could have shot those things yeah. across the room or maybe like Yondu's magical yeah. flying arrow thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so um so yeah so we go back to the elevator wallace tells boone and novak about the kill switch that they have a two-man rule to prevent any single person from activating the death gas and that if the power is not restored in an hour the commanding officer will order two officers to activate the gas however the ninth level is different and that even the gas even though the gas reaches that far, it has it won't have any There's effect no on the effect. five evils. So they're talking. Okay, let's because they're fucking immortal. That's why. Let's just talk about this this gas. All right, thing. let's let's talk about the gas. I didn't understand because I didn't under- I didn't quite mm-hmm. get it. Okay, um, maybe you guys can help me. I actually kind of understood this part. So we'll what, try. What you, we'll so what it seems as if there is you know a containment. They release this gas. This gas will kill the everybody in there. Mm-hmm. The gas can only can only. You know, kill the people on the surf, like in the area, but it cannot go down. No, it reaches down to the ninth. It, reaches it down just there. won't have any effect on because they're immortal. That's they basically do, what they're they saying. They say it gets there, but then they also say later that it turns you into some kind of weird cannibal. So I guess it kills everybody in the prison. It doesn't. I didn't think they said turn him into a cannibal. It basically turns your body they inside say, out, not inside, but it like shrivels up and dehydrates, and then basically See, you're just you turn into a pile of ash or something like that. But yeah, it basically kills. Everybody, like, everything was so weird. Everybody, like, even the innocent people, the guards, the staff, the fucking janitors, the cooking staff, whoever, everybody would just be dead. Like everyone. Special <laughs> delivery. Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the laundry dudes. Yeah, all of them. So, uh, so now we get several shots of everyone just standing around, looking at clocks, watching the time tick down. <laughs> I know. Like that. That's in this movie. Like they waste a good like minute or two of this movie just have people looking at clocks in the dark doing absolutely nothing just standing there like they're not arming up they're not like cocking their guns no. like okay here it comes guys they're gonna get like they're just all just or they're there. not even in a panic running oh my god we got yeah. the power on we got the gas they're just standing like huh they so, really had like no plan for this scenario no yeah, like, i was like they, they've yeah, never, they trained, never trained for this, trained no plan for this for, ever yeah, so ever. apparently when the clock strikes midnight or whatever yeah. because they didn't have a determined time they didn't, all just die so apparently that's when the cells are supposed to open and the prisoners can come out right no, the prisoners are already out. They, well, then what the fuck are we talking about? They're sitting around looking at the clock, waiting because they said that we have to. If the power doesn't come on in one hour, we kill, we turn on the gas. So they're basically standing watching the clock, hoping the power come back on before it hits that one hour mark, and they 
all die. That's what I, I got agree. from if it. They're already out. What the? F- you got to kill them. Yeah. Right? Well, that'd yeah. be kill them. And it kills everybody. But yeah, uh, you might as well just. None of the staff has a gas mask. Exactly. That's enough. That's yeah. a great or, point. Or like a tank. Nobody. None of them. None of the guards, the staff member, go and get like gas masks that you would think would protect the innocent staff members from the death gas. Right. Nope. It killed. They just like fuck it. We're all dead. I guess. Sign that waiver when you sign on for this job that, you know, in a case of emergency, you will die from gas. I get $50,000 a year and potentially death. (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) No gas mask. That's a great order. That's fucking bullshit, man. Only 50 Gs a year. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... I wonder how their benefits are. (laughs) They're great. (laughs) The commanding officer orders the gas to be released. So the two other officers, you know, go over to activate the switch. To turn the gas on, they flip the switch, but the gas never comes out, and it doesn't re- is not released. The Another sounds flaw. of prisoners are of prisoners screaming are heard. The officers and guards start preparing for a fight. Screaming screaming inmates begin pouring in from various doors. Many are armed with semi-automatic assault rifles, which where the fuck they got those from already? Who this fucking knows? This part of this movie drove me fucking crazy because <laughs> it's so dark. It is. Yes. You can't see shit. From here on out, the movie is incredibly dark. And this is how they saved money on their budget because the only lighting they have are fucking flashlights. Yeah, 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 I I think that's a great point. I'm like, what? I was watching. What's happening? I watched this movie this morning again. Like, I watched it last night, whatever. I watched it again today. And Sarah comes out. She's like, oh, can you you see it better now? I'm like, nope. (laughs) 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 Nope. Still looks like shit. Um, Yeah, so. Now we get a full-blown riot scene breaks out. Guards, inmates are getting killed uh, left and right, but eventually the inmates get the upper hand. And there's no cool death scene. This no. is like a this is a moment where like you could be something like Poultrygeist or what a movie we just recently saw where it's like you can flash an individual death scene, like individual death scene, individual death scene, yeah. indiv- like quick, bam, 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 bam. You know, like there, there is, is like one a pretty cool death scene coming up, but yeah, but, but, but the, the rights, yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's just people getting shot and perfect or opportunity, beat to death, a know? perfect opportunity, like you said, to show gore, show mm-hmm. like some fucking crazy kills. Yeah, show, show your death house. Yeah, right. your death house. Exactly. Right. You have the 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 who's who right there of, in the name of horror and, icons. Yeah, it's just a prison riot. Yeah, like these aren't riot. people. Like you know what I mean. And yeah. what I thought whenever the cells open, you remember in Con Air when like the one that they're scared of so bad is Steve. Buscemi is like the worst serial killer ever and that's true but that's what I thought this prison would be and then I was like but those type of people wouldn't be scary in a riot it was like they had nowhere to go with that scene there's nothing they could have done but they could have like shown guards getting their arms torn off or someone getting their head ripped off or like you know disemboweled yeah yeah, I agree 100% they could have done so much more of this but it's just shoot shoot bang bang beat 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 with the Mm -hmm. stick yeah Yeah. it's done uh, the inmates, the inmates get the upper hand. And they pretty much destroy the guards fairly easily, mm-hmm. uh, which again is kind of bullshit, but it ha- it's what it is. Uh, then a cane, cane appears on one of the upper catwalks, holding the severed head of a, gar- <laughs> a, a guard. Two, each hand, two. two. Yeah. He's like palming them like basketballs, right. and he he addresses the crowd like, "I'm the man." And then one of them just shoots Kane in the chest. I love that part. Yeah. <laughs> Kane just well, gets shot in the chest. He falls over the railing and crashes re- to the floor. Kind of reminds me of that scene in, uh, damn it, what was the movie with the gangs from back in the 80s? 
Warriors. Can you dig Warriors. it? Warriors. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? And then that dude gets shot and yeah. killed right there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, got <laughs> yeah, a good reference. I'm grasping. Warriors. So so Kane shot, he falls to the floor, seemingly dead. In comes King Shit inmate. Uh King yeah. Shit walks up to Kane's body, grabs the nipple clamp chains, yeah. and rips them off Kane's body. And when he does, not only does he rip the chains off, the it, chains <laughs> which are still attached to Kane. Rip out like giant, giant chunks, of chunks of his innards. Well, that's yeah. what it showed. Those harpoons, yeah, like, entered his guts. Gut, yeah. yeah. So if he tries to escape, you know, it's so he just grabs him. Roosh, yeah. and it's cool. Yeah. It's yeah. a whole bunch of goop. A lot of this roll. Yeah, he's like, like this dude with this giant goatee is walking around like he's the cock of the wall. Well, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And everybody behind him is going, yeah. yeah. So he so, seems to be like the new fucking. Well, I think he was the boss. The whole time. he was like king boss the whole time. Right. Uh, so King shit turns, walks away, and that's when we see King stand up like Jason or Michael. But yeah. do like the little stand, sit up and stand up. He mm. is Jason. Yeah, Truth. <laughs> he does his Jason stand up Truth. Uh, or sit up. Kane exhales, saying, "Anybody else want to try?" Everyone looks at Kane in disbelief. Kane goes into a speech about how they all know what's at the bottom of this place, and that the only way out is not up but down to them mm. with me. Uh, Kane then turns his attention to King Shit. Uh, he walks up to King Shit, says, I, I'm new here. Isn't there some rule about taking on the biggest guy in the prison to send a message? With that, Kane punches King Shit in the throat, which drops King Shit to his knees. Kane then grabs King Shit's nose like you would like a little kid when no, you're no, doing no. the whole it was I like, got your nose like gag. Eyes in the, I, I, he, he puts I, his fingers in the soft I eye I thought hole. he grabbed him like a fucking bowling yeah, ball. He, he did I, exactly. Okay, I, miss exactly it, I thought he was happened. doing like the whole I no, got your no. nose gag. Like the, <laughs> or like when Mr. Miyagi like, goes up to like a crease <laughs> and like, after yeah. like honk. Yeah. You know. No, I thought he did like the six he pack did. grab with two eyes. Okay, two I fingers in the eyes. That makes more sense. Look, so he boy happened. Fingers in the eyes, thumb in the mouth. Then that makes more sense. And then uh, he just, he rips off, he just pulls back and rips off King Shit's face. And mm-hmm. not just his face, but like his the whole front of his skull yeah. is gone. His bottom awesome. jaw still remains. Yeah. And like, it's just this it's, giant crater of his skull. It's pretty gone. intense. Fucking like, awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's Why wasn't we, there more of yeah, that shit? That's yes. the shit we want more of in this And I'm movie. like, all right. Yeah. yeah. Good. And then, and then uh, and King Shit's buddy turns around and says, I'd follow you to hell. hell man. Yeah, yeah, I'd follow you to hell, man. Yeah. He's like, good, because that's where we're going. Right. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, where was more of that? Exactly. Yeah. That's what this movie needs, and that's all you're going to get. Uh, we go, we, <laughs> we, go, get a, we get a taste. <laughs> we get a taste. Like I said, it sets that tea up for you and just kind of pulls it right back. <laughs> uh, back to the elevator. Novak gets the hatch open. He helps Boone and Wallace up out of the elevator. They hear distant explosions, followed by screaming, followed by gunshots. Novak starts to climb up the elevator cables, which I don't think would be possible because I'm pretty sure those things are covered in like grease or something to help them from getting the same thing. stuck in the pulley systems. I could be wrong. I'm not an elevator engineer, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know. What are you guys starting? Your point. Okay, I don't know what you. There's something wrong with the. We're, we're good. We're good. good? All we're right. Good. Something. I don't know. They're giving me like weird hand signals. <laughs> uh, like we're in SEAL Team Six over here or something. I don't know. Um, so. Uh, anyway, uh, where was I? Uh, he climbs up the elevator. Yeah, he guy. makes it to the, the, the fourth level <laughs> elevator door like and pries it open. 
Uh, but there's an in inmate just seemingly waiting for him on the other side. He just happens to be there. The inmate grabs Novak, tosses him to the floor, picks here, Novak up by the Johnny neck. kind of a reference. Yes, he does. Yeah. Thank you. Pulls him up against the wall. And he's, he's, and this inmate is like super rapey. He's like, mm -hmm. I'm going to fuck you and get your pants off. He's got my SS bitch. tattoos all over his face, too. Did he? I missed that. Yeah. He's so dark. I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, so I guess more Nazis. All it is, is lit up by one flashlight. One flashlight, yeah. He was very excited to rape this chick. He was super excited. <laughs> he was really pumped to rape. I've never seen, he was into it. He was I haven't all seen someone that yeah. excited to rape ever. <laughs> and like, maybe when, I would get if like, he was, like, it was like, boom, like, like a woman, like, oh, a woman, yeah, but no, he's like, he was all about getting that man he's ass. Smelling him, he's like, oh, is that lavender? Oh, you smell so good. Like, oh my God, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? Just really into rape. So basically, <laughs> they fight, they struggle. Novak Have you guys back. met Rapey Kyle? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I got a bunk with Rapey Kyle. <laughs> 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 the two fight back, and Novak ends up monkey flipping the inmate down the elevator shaft. He's dead. We cut the well, boom. He falls, he falls onto the elevator, and then she. Uh, yeah, he, he, he hits the, the elevator, yeah. and then she kicks him up. I don't know how elevator shafts work. No. I don't think there's much room. There's yeah, there's not. <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's filled up. The shaft should be filled up totally yeah, there's not with an elevator. Elevator. elevator in the wall. <laughs> If there's that much of a gap with those elevators door open, there'd be like a four foot gap between the door and the elevator. You have to like hop across to get on. Yeah, just, just so you know, that, that that's not the way it works. There's been plenty of elevator shafts. It does not work that way. Uh, so now we cut to uh, Boone, Novak, and Wallace in one of the corridors filled with dead inmates and guards. They now, searched the bodies for guns. One thing I just wanted to cut in here. So when they had uh, Novak crawling up that elevator shaft, like you said, it'd be impossible. It's greasy. If you, did you notice where they like zoomed in on his arm strength? Like he was yes, clinging to the pipe. Like he was literally yeah. holding on impossibly yeah. to this pipe with this grip. Yeah. So he's holding on up. to the yeah the, the rope in one hand and then this pipe with the other. And I'm thinking, man, this dude's got some serious forearm strength. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then he you, move, moves from the rope yeah. over to that. The only reason I bring that up is because you just said so he defeats the guy. And then it just cuts to the girls, the one lady being 60-something years yeah. old. <laughs> and she's with them in the corridor. Yeah. There's no rope. Yeah, there's no way. So she also climbed, climbed yeah. up that pipe. That's a great point. That's a great point. Because they did. They spent a long time showing his muscles yes. and yeah. his grip and yeah. ah, the struggle yeah. to get the up worst. there. Yeah. yeah. And then, then these two gals like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Oh, God, I know. So, yeah, they search the bodies for guns and flashlights. Ridiculous. Boone realizes that they forgot to close the elevator shaft behind them. Right. So all three of them just start take off running down the hallway. His inmates begin leaping out from fucking nowhere trying to grab him like it's a fucking haunted house. Like, he's like, what was the, what was, why was the reference to the elevator exactly. shaft? Exactly. I guess the ele the, the, to them, the inmates were going to come up the elevator shaft after them, behind them. But, but the, the, the inmates that are leaping out of them were coming from the side. Exactly. Like, they're already there. Yeah. Right. Like, there's nobody coming up the shaft behind no. them. They're just already there. Right. God damn it! <laughs> and up the shaft, there's an elevator in the way. Like you're yes. not going to the bottom of the elevator. <laughs> there's no hatch on the bottom. I'll throw the top. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the elevator was stopped like on the floor with the door open, so you could go into the elevator, up the hatch, and then climb up. No, it's like in between yeah. floors. It, right. Yeah, it's it's nonsense. Uh, so, uh, where was I? Uh, they, they make it to like, this gated security door area. They turn open fire on the charging inmates. They they kill a few of them. Was this before or after they walked down the hallway full of body parts? That's that, that, They just did that. Okay. Um, from the darkness. Oh, didn't we see a black chick eating some... No, yeah. that's okay. coming up. Thank God. Uh, 
Oh, actually, that might be this one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I think. Uh, then from the darkness comes Kane's voice telling him, like, listen to me. <laughs> and that's it. We just yeah. cut away. They don't listen to him. Well, he stop. said that earlier, too. He says that like four times in the movie. He does. Listen yeah. to that's me. Like his clean, listen. That's, his, that's his catchphrase. Listen <laughs> yeah, to yeah. me. Uh, but the movie just cuts to the three of them now wandering down another dark hallway filled with blood, entrails, and body parts. They come to a room with a, like, a near-naked woman eating a corpse. Yeah, it's like this, it's like this disco black chick with like a short like silver miniskirt. She looks like she should be roller skating in the 70s. <laughs> You're like snapping her fingers, like having a great time. And she's got no top on. No top. And you just see this big fro and she's just eating somebody. And they just ignore her. And like, they just ignore her. Like, leave her be. I mean, that chick looks cool. What has she got to do? Nope. nope. Who cares? We're like, leaving her. They don't. Yeah, never come. Never to be seen never, again. Yeah. God uh, damn it. So now they come to what looks like a door to a large walk-in freezer. Yes. And they open it up, go inside. Wallace tells him to keep the lights low and stay by the door that she oh. knows this cell. Mm-hmm. A whisper in the dark says, we no longer wish to be here. To which Wallace replies, don't come closer or I'll take you out of here. But isn't that what the voice just said no. it wanted? <laughs> No, it like, says something kind of like, oh, that? we no. no longer wish to be freed. They said free. We yeah. no longer wish to be, be free. free. Right. They do not yeah. want to be freed. They don't want out of there. I thought you said, we don't want to be, we no longer wish no. to be freed. No. Yeah, they don't want to be free. They don't want to be freed. Right. Yeah. All right. I, you, I totally misunderstood that gig, but okay. Thank was, you for clearing that up. It was pretty up. self-explanatory, like the whole movie, Marshall. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, How come on. God. You can't follow this movie, Marshall? Jeez. So Wallace tells Buddha Novak that there should be nine of them. Novak's like, nine of what? Wallace says, prisoners and homeless. We have yet to explain what happened here. Novak says, fuck that. And he, he presses into the room. He shines his flashlight. And come, we come to like this deformed, blood and goo-covered human-like thing that for some reason is screaming into a microphone, dude, like an old timey <laughs> boxing ring microphone. Yeah, it's like, mi- like Michael Buffer is gonna come down and like, <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready to rumble? <laughs> what is this? Like, why is this thing screaming into a microphone? And it, like, yeah. we'll talk somehow with no lips. And no it's just lips. He just going. We don't want to be free. <laughs> wow! Yeah. They scream randomly. They look fucking scary. Yeah. They look fucking terrifying. They were cool they, looking. They, that they, was a they, cool they, visual part. Yeah, yeah. it's the best. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like these new things are. They look like they're kind of skinless things that were freshly birthed. Like they, they're right. covered in goo. <laughs> like you just birthed from a viscera and goo. goo. And but they have like no. There's like. No a lips, jaw, but there's no, no like skin around the teeth, mouth, so like their, their yeah. teeth are kind of protruding, and they're they're bald, and their eyes are either missing or bulging out at the same time. Somehow, I couldn't tell what was going on with the eyes. Are these the victims of one of the five evils who has the capabilities of turning their victims inside out? You no, know, that would make sense, but they didn't say anything like that. And I no, don't they think didn't. So. so it would be. It would behoove the story to say <laughs> right. these are the victims of one of the five evils, and through deductive reasoning, we could say, "Oh, the ones who turn him inside out." Huh. That's Unfortunately, they never no. did that. No, no. no. we have There's... no explanation. You never get any explanation what the fuck these things are. Like Chris are. said earlier, I'm grasping at straws. Yeah. <laughs> There's an old like this reminded me of something. And do you guys remember hearing like there's a fake? You probably know it, Aaron, but like. Um, Russian experiments or something where they locked all these people in a room to see how long they last and they got so skin and bone and kind of turned into cannibals and 
they almost they lasted way longer than they ever should have. It's t- they talk about that during like the Holocaust. Uh, there's mm, all these rumors. No. I didn't know if they were referencing that. That's been in horror comics before. That mm. you walk into the room and it's all these people that are skin mm. and bone. And uh, I I didn't I didn't I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, but they had like weird bodies in there and like it looked like a horse or yeah, yeah. they're like yeah, eating horse dead, they're like that. eating yeah. dead animals and and then like one of them. Eats like a dead alien baby. Yeah. Like what the fuck was that thing? It's like scoops like up. Eats ET. <laughs> it's the weirdest looking thing. It's like what? Dee Wallace, fuck? get in there and help out. Exactly. E. <laughs> 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 Shit, that's hilarious. So again, this point, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? I have no clue. And. And so anyway, uh, Boone asks Wallace how these things are still alive. Wallace says, we don't know, but they're staying here. But they're like, we're going to stay here until the the inmates out there lose interest in us. So we're just going to hang out in here with this, these fucking cannibal monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, great idea. Yeah. <laughs> sure. well, I mean, great idea. It seemed like a safe place. It wasn't like they were trying to attack him or anything. I now, I guess because they were still occupied with the, the dead Cow carcass and alien babies. They're eating ET and hanging out eating <laughs> fucking Mister Ed. You know? <laughs> uh, so we cut to Kane leading his inmate army through the prison. Uh, Kane finds Barbara cramped and hiding behind like a I don't know chest or finds her cowering somewhere. He takes her to the three Satan's cell where he gives Satan to his mask back, which is a cheap plastic looking thing. They just drew a marker on it. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of. What was the the story of Leslie Vernon? Wasn't it Leslie Vernon was the oh the the doc the, the, the copy yeah. documentary the yeah, mask the of mask. Leslie Vernon? It was uh, yeah. kind of borrowed from that, but at the same time also looked a little um like opera y or like no not I not opera, opera but it's not not fan of the opera but just something you'd use maybe in a in a masquerade no masquerade masks are much fancier and it, this is like just one of those cheap like plain plastic masks you would get. Just more like Vega, maybe from Street Fighter. Yeah, more like know. a Vega that they just painted gray and then put like some purple marker like lines on. Did anybody else get a Leslie Vernon thing? I, not, well, I didn't think, but once you, now that you say it, I see it. Yeah. I get it, but at the time, it, I no, I didn't think about that. But they did say that that one was the. So I thought, and this would have been cool when he gave him the mask if he would have just disappeared. Because you remember Barbara Crampton earlier said. We still haven't been able to figure out how he did all those kills and got into all those places. So I thought it was the mask. When he gets this mask, it turns out the mask was like from the dollar store. Like, yeah, yeah no shit. it really is. Holy shitty. Much it, like your uh, boom. Yeah, yeah my That shit falling apart over here. Uh, yeah, Doug got the shitty pop filter for today, guys. Um, yeah, he's got the shitty pop filter, no headphones, man. I'm doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. You got you got the good yeah. intro though. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it makes up for it. Yeah. Um, no so uh, where were we? So yeah, Cain gives Satan to his mask, and Satan two walks out of the cell and leaves, while Satan one and three close in on Crampton, who's <laughs> cowering and screaming in the corner, and we just black out, cut she away. That's an awesome scream though. Yeah, that's her she scream is a scream queen. queen. Just, yeah. yeah, oh, you beat me to it. Yeah, um, we cut the Boone. You know, a coke and a hand job. I mean, a quarter. <laughs> a quarter. I'm just trying, to, trying to throw you guys softballs here. Yeah. Um, we cut the Boone, Novak, and Wallace fleeing the slimy mutant room now because all of a sudden, like, oh my god, we, you know, we're gonna stay here and save. Oh my god, run away now. Yeah, they, like, they take two steps towards them. They're just like, 
And they like take one step and one's like slithering around the floor. And they're like, we're out of here. <laughs> I'd want they to didn't even it. shoot a gun. They have guns. <laughs> yeah. They didn't go bang, bang. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, nope, we're out. We're out. I can only imagine what the smell inside that place was. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. want to get the fuck out of there, too. Yeah. Um, so, followed by, and then we get a quick shot of Kane opening a door. For saying to telling him to earn his mask, even though he already gave it to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then right back to the heroes, basically panting and catching their breath in a very, very large warehouse-like room. This room is filled. I hate this fucking scene so much. This room is filled <laughs> with dozens upon dozens of dead bodies hanging, dangling from chains of, from the ceiling, and like white bags, and like plastic yeah. bags, or something like that. And these things, I don't even. They're like they're like ten to twenty feet off the ground. Right. It's a giant fucking room. Uh, and so the three of the, our three heroes hear the sound of uh, no, the echoing sound of a door opening and, and people coming. So they Uh-oh. scramble. We see them scramble off. We see them scramble. And then we see Kane and his large group of inmates enter with three, sta- two or three staff members in lab coats that they've captured. The staff members are forced down to their knees. Kane orders his followers to hook them up so they can string them up by hand because the powers that will string them up by hand. So the inmates shoot chains into the staff members' back somehow. Like I don't know how they do that. Yeah, they didn't just whack them with a hook. I, I miss it because they look like they just came shooting out of a cannon or something. Uh, and oh, and at this time, guys, you might be wondering where our three heroes are, listeners at home. Where, where are they? Well, they're all hanging in the ceiling from a dead body above <laughs> Kane and his army. Seriously. Forearm, yes, Special Agent Novak, Special Agent Boone, Boone and maybe D. Who D. Knows? Wallace. and then fucking seventy-year-old D. Wallace. <laughs> I see it. all of them are clinging to a chained dead body high above the floor. Separate dead bodies, separate. Though, all the same of them dead body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how the fuck did they even get up there? Because they were like, are we? There's no be, explanation. Are we supposed to be that all three of them just like jump ten feet plus a vertical jump into the air? Well, we know the things? girls can do that from the elevator. Scene, yes, we have. So. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. true. Because there's no ladders, there's no stairs, there's no scaffolding, nothing so, shown. Nomad just... held on to D Wallace's back as she <laughs> jumped, jumped up, up. <laughs> and that's why she was a little extra tired. It'd be fucked up that there's like a ten foot ladder just out there in the middle of the room. Yeah, <laughs> this ladder come yeah. from? I mean, it's, it's, it's easy, ten to twenty feet off the ground. These bodies are hanging. It's fucking. These guys should be playing for the NBA if that's the case. And it's ridiculous. Uh, Walls is showing at this point. It goes back and forth between Kane and, and, and Walls and Kane and the others and blah, blah, blah. Wallace is showing, starting to get visibly tired. tired. She's yeah. struggling to hold on. Novak tries to reach out for her. So he he holds, he's holding on with one arm, Which one, yes. 20 feet up in the ground. And what's what's his plan there? Yeah, what's he's he going to reach do? out and grab her? So he, and like, he's going like, to hold on with her with one hand, dangle her above the ground yeah. while he hangs on to a dead body of the other. Right. Like, I'm going to make this harder for me. <laughs> What is this? Yeah, what's, what's his end game here? Good, that's yeah. a good point. What's his end game here? Yeah. Or is he gonna like grab her and like swing her over to another dead body? Or like, what's <laughs> he gonna right. do? Like, you know, there's only like twenty people at least at the, on the and floor. The, on the floor yeah. behind him. Yeah. So due to her struggling, she's making some noises. The uh, and she and she's trying to maintain her grip on the corpse. She makes some noises that give her away. Uh, right as Wallace is about to grab Novak's hand, one of the inmates shoots her in the back. Wallace falls screaming to the floor below, and oh my god, this falling shot to me is fucking ridiculous. Uh, I had flashbacks of like the opening scene from Cliffhanger at this point. <laughs> because, I mean, first off, it's shot from above. So you see her falling towards the floor from above. 
So first of all, that means the background should be the floor, mm-hmm. but apparently they're so high up you can't even see the floor. It's like a mist. It's just yes, it's just a, the room is suddenly filled with a fog or a mist. Mm-hmm. That's all you see. So she falls dramatically and slowly through this mist apparently onto the floor, and they try so hard to make it look so dramatic. Yeah. It's just. It's beyond reason. Like, what the fuck is happening? It's insane. Uh, so the inmates stand around her dead body. One of them asks, Kane, like, hey, what should we do about the others? This is the thing that right. also pisses me off. Is they start showing flashlights up there. They yeah. see everyone. Yeah, they flashlights all over Novak. Yeah. And, all yeah. over Novak and Boone. They're, 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 but they they're literally, like, basically sitting duck at this point. Yeah. They're like, well, we're, all right, we're screwed. But Kane is like, fuck them. No, fuck them. Who cares? Let them go. We'll, we got all our stuff to do. And they just all turn and leave. Yeah. And uh, so... Yeah, and they leave with... Oh, and this is where... <laughs> so they never string up the original girl. No. No, they never they string them up. They do anything, yeah. And, and when they turn to leave, everybody suddenly turns into fucking William Wallace. Because they all shout, Freedom! <laughs> 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 Followed by a girl going, <laughs> Who is like this, all of a sudden there's this... Harley Quinn. Yes, it's, it's like a Harley, a bad Harley Quinn. A football. Harley Quinn as character. All of a sudden, it's the one female inmate that the I can. Only add. female. The inmate. only. She's got the fucking pigtails. Well, I guess if you can, leather lace would have been an inmate, but we never see her again after oh. that footage. Mm-hmm. She's never seen again. Dead Roshan's never seen again. Nope. Yeah. But she's got her face painted like a clown. It's 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 very clown. But she's definitely a nod to Harley. Quinn. Yeah, that's oh, exactly yeah. what I got too. Yeah, it's yeah. so a Harley Quinn knockoff. Um, Actually, I did see her back when I, you know, during the riot. Yeah, yeah she's there, around here and there. Like she's, she's actually, you see her she's twice. more the prominent. Scene, I know what than, you're talking about where she she makes one appearance in the riot scene, and then this scene, and then and a few others. And she's, she's even running around with a bat. So yeah. it's like I think at the, and then at the yeah. very very end yeah. when they're in the hall with the she's she's more again, prominent than Debbie Roshan, Brinky Lloyd Stevens, Coffin, Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. that shit. <laughs> so the, the the inmate army leaves and as soon as they do. uh they, 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 as soon as they turn their back to D-Wall, we see D-Wall start breathing. She's still alive. Novak and Boone, I guess, just drop down. Yeah. Like, cause That's what they do. They just drop, drop. down like Again, 20 like feet. Said, just like 20 feet. There. Their ankles would be fucked. We got this. Yeah, they just <laughs> levitate their asses down, I guess. Um, they rush over to her, and Boone's like, where's the kill switch? Tell us about the kill switch. And Wallace just says, ask them. And then she dies. Yeah. So she can't even say, oh, it's here. She has to, some cryptic bullshit about asking them, <laughs> really? Really, guys? Because she does, Boone goes, who, who? I really wish she just would have been like, <laughs> like slowly extend the middle, a slowly extend the middle finger going, fuck you. <laughs> figure it out. Well, there was one weird line right before that too when the, both the agents are hanging there and they said, some, one of them said something to the effect like, you know, like, what do we do? And they're like, well, we got to check on her. Like, what? Like I think the girl said we got it because they heard her breathe yeah. or whatever. But I'm like, so if you weren't going to check on her, I think were the you girl just, was willing to just like, she's gone. Were you just going to hang yeah, there yeah. forever, Novak though? Was, like, Novak was were, like, we got to check yeah, on her. Yeah, what were you going to do, though, if you didn't check on her? Just hang there? Like, right. just stay there? Yeah, who fucking knows? Mad forearm skills. <laughs> um, so now Rip we, strength. We, we cut the cane and his crew walking down another dark corridor. And we see what I can only describe as, like, black stick figures dashing across the hallway. Yeah. So now we have, like, mystery, paranormal, ghost-like things Creepy dashing ghost. around in here, too. Here's one thing I will note about this scene is that the music all of a sudden gets really good. 
it seemed like the music got very John Carpenter-esque. It's like very keyboard synthesizery. And whenever something would skitter across, it'd be like, Pew! Mm. It kind of reminded me of It or, um, or pardon me, not, 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 uh, not It, uh, The Thing. The, the Thing, 1982. It also reminded me of uh, Escape from New York. It reminded me of mm. a lot of John Carpenter movies. It does, so, I, I guess I didn't pay much attention to it at this point because I was just so like, over it, yeah. So I was, done. but I remember, I remember going, "Oh, the music's okay here. The music's getting kind of interesting. I kind, I'm kind of digging the music." So we jump back to Boone Novak, who now have gone from hanging from dead corpses above in, in the ceiling to now hanging from an elevator cable. This scene is probably the scene that angers me the most in this movie. It comes up. I hate this fucking scene. Uh, Boone says that they're opening the side doors. So Novak says. Nova comes up with the genius plan of a free fall drop and shoot. Oh, God. So now, what is about to happen? What follows just maybe, like I said, the dumbest scene I have ever in all the movies. Definitely the movie mm-hmm. in this movie by far, mm-hmm. by far. It's fucking retarded. Both agents hanging, they're hanging from the cable with one hand, pull out a gun, they're going with the other hand while still holding the cable. They then slide yeah, all the says, way down the elevator. She asks what the plan is. He's like, drop and shoot. Yes. So you're going to hold on to goes, the cable. Let's is just... your hand wrapped? Right. Yeah, is your hand wrapped? They do have like a white cloth, like a little piece, one little thing of white cloth around their hands. But they, yeah. So you're going to drop all the way down a mile into the ground, <laughs> shooting at what? Exactly. That's what... <laughs> and remember when I said I liked the music before? That's oh, all the movie. Everything about everything about this scene, <laughs> we all hate. They just kick down the door, crank up the hate breed. The cue the butt rock. Okay, they're sliding down an elevator cable a mile down into the earth, one fucking handed, yeah. while just blindly firing their guns at the walls, uh-huh. and not like I said not. Little shit, <laughs> and like, the, the, the bow on top of this shit is the fucking butt rock that kicks in. They're crossing each other's arms, shooting. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. the worst is like when they, when they get out there on the cables, like they're supposed to be dangling there, but their hands are like right in front of their face. Yeah, and they're just like pulling their guns yeah. out. Like, like you're not hanging from no. shit. No, yeah. the arms should be not hanging in. from shit. Yeah. So they're slide they, they, as they slide down the shooting. fucking elevator. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you run into the goddamn elevator. Well, eventually, yeah. Personally, the elevator was on the fourth floor because they climbed up to the fourth floor. Right. So this has to be a completely different elevator shaft now, or the elevator just fell to the bottom. So just because they had their hand wrapped, they can fall. Free fall. Yeah. Basically free fall. Nine a stories. Mi- a mile. A mile down. Which is nine stories. I'll, yeah. just, I'll, so slowly, I'll just slowly grip. Slowly gripping slow and myself slowly, down. Yeah. yeah. Slow, How are you going to stop? You slowly grip. Oh. Okay. Yeah, slowly, <laughs> slowly, <laughs> yeah. So that was the most. My bad. That was my bad. The most ridiculous, insane Jesus. part of the movie. I'm like. Ah! <laughs> it's so bad and 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 at an inner splice between them sliding down and shooting what we see is this random shots of inmates running around and some more rioting like and the I, fucking cables are attached to the top of the <laughs> elevator yeah you would eventually smack into the goddamn elevator yes, before you, you hit the ground exactly oh and by the way i counted 47 shots fired during this bullshit commando slide. I knew you would. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure I missed a few. So because like I thought to myself, how many shots did it let go? How could they reload their guns? Yeah. And I was like, I 
or Farshall counted? <laughs> because you count everything, and you did. I did so. because that's my point. Fifty plus shots at least are fired, and they don't reload once. They get, Not they get roughly once. what fifteen to sixteen shots in that gun, wow. maybe. Yeah, most of those clips are about a 12 rounder, maybe a 14, depending on the caliber and the gun. But right. it's even with an extended clip, isn't that 20? Yeah, like it, it, they don't have extended clips. No, they don't. No. So yeah, so <laughs> like I said, we've all seen the movies with the bottomless clips that never run out. But this mm-hmm. is just fucking egregious, man. This is just it's ludicrous considering. Oh, can you reload when you only have? Oh no! Here's what they do: they would they would then let go with the other hand and just slide. Holding on with their legs wrapped around the cable. Uh. Just by their legs and then oh. slide. You nailed it. Nailed it, buddy. Oh, nailed it. They would just have to use their legs to hold on yeah, to the cable and slide it. down. You got it. Yeah. So they have extra they have extra stitching in the crotch. And then what make, yeah, they have like leather like leather inside the legs, the, the inseam. But what makes it even more fucking retarded is that all they seem to be doing is shooting the fucking walls of the elevator shaft. Right. They're not shooting at anything. Mm-mm. We've never seen any inmates opening elevator doors trying to reach them. We don't see any inmates getting shot and killed. These just two fuckers are just sliding down <laughs> one-handed, shooting at concrete and steel walls, and mixing with bad CGI and horrible butt rock. Mm. That's <laughs> They cut away to, like, inmates doing something, but it's not... It's not being shot no, at. No, it's no. like they're just running around rioting. Dry-humping so things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Raping Kyle's over there humping somebody, and... <laughs> Uh, it's the worst thing I, in, in this whole movie. And then the next time we see Novak and Boone, it's not coming to a stop at the bottom of the elevator. It's not anything. They're just in a caged area. Like a there's like a like a jail cell barred off area that like what? They like, seem so cool about it. And they're it. So, they're not exhausted right. like oh my god my hand or it's like they what, they what they should be on top of an elevator car but they're coming out like a barred off area and they still don't reload their guns. <laughs> like, well, we made it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. We're here. <coughs> that was easy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Plus, her pants are, like, painted on. Where, where does she have extra magazines? Mm-hmm. She, she can't His have... pants are painted on. Uh, I've been uh, looking. I, guess, guys, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why you're staring at the I don't think they the have dudes. holsters. Like, where are they holding these guns all the time? They don't have holsters on them. Right. So they just, like... What federal agents keep the gun in like their waistband? Like none of them. I do love how for years we've always made homo like homoerotic uh, like references, and Chris has always been very steadfast. He's like, not me. I'm <laughs> sorry, been looking. I'm not looking at the dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so and nothing against them. <laughs> so Boone and Novak make their way down more dark corridors. As we cut back and forth between them and Kane and his group doing the exact same thing. So it's just a lot of people walking down a lot of dark hallways right now. That's all it is. And then hmm. I had to do a double take on this because we see like a section of wall. that It's like there's wall, wall, wall. And then there's like this section that's like, it's not, it's like a cement block, like cinder block stacked up mm-hmm. to block off something. And then more wall, wall, wall. But that, and then we see that that section of like cinder block area that kind of magically mm-hmm. disappears yeah. As a fog or magic mist begins to fill the corridor behind Boone and Novak, mm-hmm. like what? Kind of made well, me think of labyrinth. You know well, how like her, like when she first starts walking to the labyrinth and things are moving and changing. Yeah, once you like, change their perspective, yeah, it's yeah. Like I'm like, what's going on? Well, first you saw the guy, the second Sa- the son of Satan, walk through there. 
So that's where I thought the mask came into play. He can open doors. But nope. Nope. <laughs> that's not where they went with that. Nope. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the two of them, they, they, the two of them enter this room that is behind that, that ma- the section of wall that magically disappears. And they enter this room, and there they find the bloody remains of Satan 2, who has now been crucified and left on display. Mm-hmm. Satan 2's body has been hacked apart and, and is nailed or tied to a cross. His severed head, which looks incredibly fake, seems to just be floating in air above his body. It doesn't look like it's nailed. It's just there. And his, quote-unquote, the hair on his body looks like something you would pull out of your fucking shower drain when you try to declog it. It's just like this mm-hmm. wet, slobby crap that is dumped on his head. Uh, the five evils emerge from the shadows, all dressed like, like in a cheap sci-fi movie outfit. Yeah. Like, they look like they're cast-offs cast from Krypton or something like that. Uh, man, thank you. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yes! <laughs> they look like they're from fucking Krypton. Yes. I was thinking of Stargate. I was thinking kind of oh, like yeah, some yeah. of those uh, big bulky dudes from Stargate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm glad we all started saying, baby. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, Krypton. Yeah, yeah. I thought Krypton, too. Uh, yeah, it's much better than right. Stargate, yeah. Bill Mosley says, I am God, the great and terrible. Now, hold on. This bothers me. Like, I thought he's like, because this he is the guy. Wizard of Oz? This like, is the guy that was supposed to be Hitler's fucking... Head of the Resurrection Project. So yeah. he should be very German, German, right? Yeah, none of them have I accents. I mean, extremely <laughs> German. German. Yeah. This dude has no even shade of a German But I remember... Accent. His special power was demographic vocal chameleon because he could change his uh, voice to appropriate. Jesus fucking That's why I think that's that why they explain the why they have no ex- one second. Yeah, Marshall. but I guess. But that's what you know, Marshall paused it, yeah. wrote that shit down. But it's exactly what I did. <laughs> Come on. Wow. I didn't know that was even hit from Devil's Rejects. I was like, oh my God, that's that guy. Once that he got- dude was also in Evil Bong. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know when they go inside the bong and it's like the nightclub yeah. type thing? He was one of the guys that kind of... Bill oh, Mosley? Bill Mosley, yeah. yeah. He was? Uh, look it up. Yeah. yeah. I think he was, yeah. Yeah. Um, we also just saw him in... Uh, this movie makes me want to watch Evil Bong. Was it Minutes mid- mid- yeah. of Midnight? Yeah, it was Minutes of Midnight. We just phoned yeah. it in. Yeah, because yeah. he just phoned Yeah, he's like, he was here to collect a paycheck. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, now we cut to... <laughs> This is awful too. We cut like this really shitty CGI scene. We're back in the elevator shaft. It's all CG. An elevator door opens, and a man who I think is supposed to be Kane leaps out of the elevator, like into the elevator shaft, like he's fucking Spider Man. And he's oh, like, yeah. "Follow me!" And but it's all this really shitty CG, and yeah. it, it's so weird. So apparently, so- they jump. From floor it's like to they floor. They parkour down elevators. Yes, they parkour down. Uh, yeah, or like it's like the, in the original Ninja Guy did the wall leap. You know what he yes, leaped from bounce yes, wall to yes. wall. It's what's what they're doing only in reverse. They're going down instead of up. Yeah, and it's a shitty CG effect. So it's so hard. It is one of the hardest games of all time. It's notorious. That and like. Dark Souls are like the hardest games. Uh, anyway, they come to Kane is goons. They come to the same area that has a magically disappearing wall door, and we go back to Dune, Novak, and the Evils. Uh, now shit gets even more fucking confusing. Like if it isn't confusing enough, and the Evils say that we have always been with you. And Bear, Michael Berryman like taps his head like. Like we're in your heart, we've always been with you. And of course, yeah. Michael Berryman is the guy who's the hills have eyes. Yeah, and, the, he, and he's kind of like a I hate D. Wallace say, too in that movie. Oh, was she? I hate to say, but Michael Berryman is like a less deformed version of Sloth from Goonies, Mm -hmm. or or the Mask, (laughs) Rocky from the Mask. Um, Yeah, and and, uh, 
we, we like uh, Weird Science. He was one of the ghouls in uh, the Weird yeah. Science at the very end. <laughs> and he's like, uh, don't tell anybody about this. I don't want to lose my teaching job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Evos ask them what they want. Novak says to get out of here. And at this point, I just. So was, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I mean, interrupt you like that. But uh, the guy who played Bennett and Commando was in that shower, too, with Michael Berryman. He's Vernon the, Wells. Yeah, Vernon Wells. Yeah. Man, you just made me think back mm. to those nerds standing there and all the like, goons <laughs> talking to him. I was like, oh, who's that guy? Uh, wow. So at this point, I gave up. I, like, it gets so goddamn confusing and like gibberish bullshit here that I gave up trying to uh, Dude, convey. They, they so, go you know on what? I just. just I'm, this is where we're gonna start playing some clips because you're just gonna listen for yourself all the bullshit dialogue that goes on from here on out. So I'm, here's the uh, first clip of what uh, uh, I think Bill Mosley is talking to Novak about some shit. So just give a listen. You've come for us. We have always been with you. What do you want? I want to get the fuck out of here. Figured you were our best bet. Why didn't you just pray? Do not pray to us. Do you believe that we give you a better chance of being saved than God? You shot this out. You freed me. God is a supreme sadist. Evil is God's lie to maintain slavish obedience and conformity. We are the messengers of freedom from a vain, selfish, irrational God. You have no idea the atrocities you committed. Only they would wipe them with their programs. They trained you. They made you into their slaves. We are here to free you. You are here to free us. My name is you. But you have. They selected the memories that you carry. We let you see through the fog. You're part of a brave new world now. There is no evil. Evil faces extinction. Well, what about him? We just gave him what he asked for. He wanted you to know. Read. Tell us what you see. So yeah, a bunch of fucking weird ass gibberish she's saying that doesn't—it's just cryptic. It doesn't 
fucking mean anything. There's a lot of religion tied into yeah, it. Yeah, now we're getting religion. They so- keep talking about like they were talking earlier about how religion is now science and technology, and he's talking about God and oh, we and there's more of that to come too. We, yeah, there's Christ, a lot more of that. Man. But what's your the last part of the clip is you hear him say, "Read, tell me what you see." And like I said, it gets fucking weirder and weirder from here on out. It's more confusing. because Mosley, Bill Mosley now uses some kind of magical telepathy or telepathic powers to move the entrails, the intestines that are from Satan 2's body, which has been spilled on the floor. And so they start, they start, these intestines start like wiggling around almost like snakes, like in the moving his oh, pool yeah. of blood. And Moose <laughs> is like, read, tell me what you see. And then there's some sort of like, so like these intestines yeah. are like tea leaves now or like tarot cards or like, like voodoo queens like roll the bones to see future <laughs> the chicken bones yeah it's like what the fuck is going on knuckle bones knuckle bones Bone. yeah, I wish I wish knuckle bones would show up here and just kill everybody start shooting him with a machine gun <laughs> he was a Nazi he did kill Nazis he did kill Nazis that'd be great but like the lettering there is like almost some like there's like writing yeah there's some like runes like runic yeah, yeah, yeah. writing like, the blood like or something like that bizarre ancient text right yeah, yeah. it was like yeah just made up bullshit you can see Where's like fucking E.T. yeah to right. get down there or like, like I said the Stargate writing or yeah. something who knows what D. Wallace is already dead man she can't Fuck. she can't they already ate E.T. so yeah. so now we cut Damn to it. Boone so he's like read what do you see and then we cut to Agent Boone kneeling down next to Bathoria the, the, the one female f- fifth evil who is naked in her tub filled with blood. Yeah, it just cuts yeah. the scene. Yeah, just cut. And the background still is shitty well, CGI. We saw, too, like this, we saw this scene earlier, yeah, but, but now, but now Boone we're now Boone's yeah, right. in it. But now Boone's yeah. in it. Which is weird because when we saw the first time, it was like the VR thing, but which makes sense. But we see it again. It's still the VR, but we're there. nobody's hooked up to VR at this point. Yeah. And, and so why is the background so, VR? Well, are they trying to explain the backstory? Because they're essentially saying that these two aren't really agents, that they were part of these experiments, and they're like the we guinea pigs. Are they yeah. potentially the, the sixth and seventh evil? Who Possibly. fucking knows? But Boone, or Bathoria is like, seductively tells Boone to take me. And Boone, like, right. leans in like she's going to kiss Balthory. Like, they're about to get it on. Which is her only line. And her only, <laughs> yes, correct, her yeah. only line yeah. in this movie is, take me. That's it. The rest of the time you see her, she's just standing there in her Kryptonian suit <laughs> looking around. Look Which, at by the way, can we talk about these Kryptonian suits have, like, glowing, glowing symbols? Glowing symbols. Like, there's, like, Superman sigil, like, all these weird symbols. And they're glowing. And then not only are they glowing, but, like, when we see a wide shot of the fifth evils, it looks like they're standing on, like, like a hot asphalt in the middle yeah. of like a summer day because it's like all oh, this wavy yes. heat. Yeah. Like, yes. you're on a gr- like what is happening? What's going on here? It's like the heat on a hot summer day coming up from the street. Yeah. That wavy line effect. Yeah. Yes. That's perfect. So, man, it's really uh, hard to figure out what was going on here. I just gave up. I fucking <laughs> gave up. <laughs> well, what I think is that the, but then, the two agents supposedly were like the guinea pigs for maybe what they because were trying here, to do. Maybe because this, this you know is what, what we mean? see next. We go from the bathtub scene to now we see Agent Boone hooked up to a VR like Total Recall right, machine right. with tears running down her cheeks while D Wall or no Barbara Crampton is like punching in weird buttons, buttons which are the, that weird runic writing we saw in the blood. Right. And then we see Novak sitting slitting somebody else's throat, not the same throat of the soldier we saw in the beginning, but somebody completely different right. now. So he's murdering somebody else. And then we go to Alexei Neela, who is Vernon Wells' character, who just says, I will see you soon. And then he, Neela gets shot in the back of the head. The camera pulls By out, Novak, and yeah. it's Novak who yeah. murders Neela. And then we see Novak, too, is now hooked up 
to a VR chair. He's screaming as D Wall or uh, Barbara Crampton, you know, stands next to him. We cut back to the present, where Mosley goes on to say that what you see in this facility is not contained here. That there are other death houses. They threaten both good and evil. And this brings me to clip number two, which isn't as long as the first one, but it just because I don't even want to talk about trying to even explain what these people are saying. Just you have to listen to it and hear for yourself. So here we go. Facility is not contained here. There are other death houses. And they threaten both good and evil. How? Technology is the new god. Software is the new dogma. They're using it to try to create a race that is neither good nor evil. It will just be. The world needs us. We need to be freed into it. You need to pursue us. Every killer secretly wants to be caught. Without us, there is no evil. Without evil, there is no good. True hell is nothing. Stay. So, yeah, so now, yeah, we get the, the, the technology, new God, new religious technology bullshit ramble on. It's just, it's fucking annoying. Uh, after that, though, we cut back to Kane, who tells his crew to stay put. And he's in the same hallway that we saw Boone and Novak go down that leads to the magically disappearing wall. And as he starts walking, Kane starts walking down this hallway, this ghostly, misty tendril electric shock yeah whatever it starts coming out of the walls and shoots down into kane's body with like this electrical buzzing sound like he's getting zapped by lightning or something zero fucks yeah kane doesn't even seem to notice it at all they do nothing to him Mm -hmm. the inmates the inmate army cheers behind him seeing kane just walk through his unharmed like yeah um so kane approaches the section of wall that we saw magic disappear earlier only this time it doesn't disappear it just kind of stays there for now uh, two of his inmate followers decided to, hey, let's must be okay. Let's we, go after we him. Can go we go. Too. And they get zapped down by the weird lightning tendrils, and they're, they're killed. Dead. They're dead instantly. Um, which kind of reminded me of this a, a scene from. Uh, it's not a horror movie at all. Just an A. It reminded me of the uh, scene from Neverending Story, where Atreyu comes into two watchers, and he has to like. He watches from a distance as like this knight on a horse tries to go through, and he gets zapped and killed instantly. Mm-hmm. And then he has to go through and tries to pass the test. But I don't know. It's just. That's what came to my mind. Uh, that's a great movie. Uh, so anyway, never seen it. Say you, my name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've, you've never, never seen, seen never any. Story. What the what? hell is wrong with you? Oh my what? god, are you serious? Dude, when I was a kid, Goonies, Never Ending Story, and uh, I feel it. like I'm about to get attacked here. Yeah, like, you I'm are. Like, dude, like, dude. My, I'm like my hands are raised. Dude, it's What's on Netflix. That was around like hey. my. That was like my 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 cycle as a, a kid. Do yourself a favor. Roll a joint. Sit back. <laughs> And watch fucking Neverending Story, dude. Netflix no, I get it. Dude, I'm going to call In fact, that Paul better Cochran. be way more entertaining than what we just watched. Yeah, it would be. And it'd be way more fun. I'm gonna I agree. Paul, but... I'm going to call Paul, and Paul's going to have you on his podcast, Pop Culture Intervention, and you're going to have an intervention for Neverending Story. Uh, yeah, I Shout out to Pop Culture Intervention. Say, yeah, guys wow. ever... yeah, shout out to Pop Culture Intervention if you guys haven't heard that one. Um. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. So, they're dead. Uh, meanwhile, Bill Mosley is still rambling on. He's now talking about how they were in prison here because they were a threat to the likes of Dr. Fletcher, a.k.a. D. Wallace, and people who think that humans can be transcended above their flaws, above good and evil. 
Now Kane walks up behind Boone and Novak. So he just appears behind these guys in this room. Uh, Boone and Novak spin around, or Mosley greets him by name, and Bill, Boone and Novak spin around, guns aimed at Kane. Kane seems happy that the evils know his name, know who he is. And he tells him that he's connected with what has made them immortal. Uh, and that I too am immortal now. And this brings us to my third and final clip. If this is Kane and Bill Mosley talking about their immortality and some weird bullshit, trying to explain their connection and stuff. It's, I don't fucking know who cares at this point, but here you go. <laughs> my crimes have never been deemed acceptable. Yet what you saw up there, children being used and abused for the sake of progress that transcends evil disguised as good see you know my name I've followed all of you I've connected with what has made you immortal. I've had communion with the power I've studied. You followed. Yes, everything. Now I'm one of you. You hear that? I brought them here. They followed me here, knowing how long you've been imprisoned. You were always a part of our plan. What plan? Our escape plan. I am your servant. I've learned so much. We know you. We studied you while we slept. You disgust us. Listen. Listen to me. I am immortal. Really? All right, so after Bill Mosley says, really, um, all the evils bow their heads, like they're in prayer or something like that. And I guess what they're doing is they're using their weird, magical, unexplained powers to turn on the death gas. Because we all <laughs> see is steam start building out pipes and vents, followed by this green gas. Those misty electrical like tendrils, they appear in the room and, and, and start zapping around the room along flying yellow globe like yellow globes that are like of energy that are like darting around the room as well. I don't know what the fuck those are supposed to be or where they came from. So yeah, this pick, we have green gas, we have steam, we have electrical <clears throat> tendrils of energy and flying yellow orbs flying around. <laughs> it's just a clusterfuck of bullshit going on. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but when they were, if we go back for a minute, when D Wallace takes them into that chamber with the 20 foot walls or whatever, where they're hanging on the dead bodies. Yeah. She explains that that's where they test the death gas. Yes, I thought and, so. And they it's did. supposed so, to. It's like, supposed to a completely. There's no body parts are left. Right. Yeah. It, I, eventually, I think I break, it, it, it basically works, breaks down the body into like. But it ash only works or like on that. certain people, right? Isn't that what I, she kind of said? I didn't quite get that. I didn't I, get well, that. That's why the other bodies were still hanging there because they didn't dissolve. Well, they, they, they didn't take. You know, they didn't take a little right. bit slower. Well, well, yeah. I'm, well, getting at is how the fuck did the death gas not kill Novak and Boone? Or completely destroy them. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point because uh, I guess Sorry, I mean they're immortal too, like everybody else in this movie apparently. But apparently Boone and Novak they do seem to pass out or something because mm -hmm. they fall to the floor. 
at this point, Kane still seems to be unaffected by he's any smiling, of this. He's, he's smiling. He's like, hey, I'm fine, man. Look at me. Yeah, I don't work like you. Woohoo! Party. Yeah. I'm number six. I'm six <laughs> evil. Big time six. Uh, it cuts the shots of all the inmates like throughout the prison hacking, coughing, grabbing at their throats yeah. as they all start falling to the floor. Everyone's we, dying. Yeah, we also get a few, uh, you see a few of the remaining staff members and lab coats doing the same thing. Yeah, everyone's dying. Kane stands there smiling at the evils, like with a big grin on his face, still unaffected. But then he looks down at like his stomach, rips his shirt open like Hulk Hogan. And what we get next is a real shit show. Yeah, couldn't he just CGI. lift up his shirt? <laughs> yeah. But he's yeah. like, <laughs> Hulk Maniacs. <laughs> uh, and Kane's body then suddenly just ignites into like flames and burns away as Kane screams and just like dies. Like he just burns, like, burns turns away. Yeah, he just yeah. burns away. The gas does what it's supposed to do. Is what, but you know. was it the gas? Because I didn't think the gas was going to like set people on fire. Because none of the other inmates well, set, but, were set on fire. But the fire. gas is supposed to, to decompose the bodies in such a right. way that there's no human remains right. left over Maybe, whatsoever. Maybe, but none of the inmates burned to death. No, and you're right. I, I they, were, they were like, just, there's, mm. there's full bodies it's left like they over. They just asphyxiate right. and die. Yes. And, like, but Kane like, erupts into flames and is burnt to ash. Like I don't fucking know what's happening. But then they show those 20 bodies that were hanging up and they're like... Yeah, and they turn to ash. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't. It's so weird. I don't know. What, what is happening? I don't know. Fuck this movie. <laughs> fuck this movie. God damn it. Yeah, I, I will repeat everything you're saying. God damn it, because I wholeheartedly agree. Um, so, yeah, Kane screams. He dies. He's gone. We cut those shots, you know, of various areas of the prison. Everyone's dead. There's bodies around. All is quiet now. It's right, just right. like empty. Yeah, there's bodies around. Yes. No one else. We just like, saw yeah. 20 bodies explode. Yeah, but then we see like one dead guard like hanging over and like a there's, desk. there's bodies just, just, just laying around. Yeah. They didn't think this through very, clear, very clearly. Uh, then we go back to the evils standing over and looking down at Boone and Novak. Mosley says, a clean slate washed away from original sin. What? Welcome mm. to the world, boy. And then, but during this whole time, there's like a bunch of like rainbow colored energy floating up and around, like, like coming up from, I guess, Boone and Novak's bodies. It's like the Infinity Gauntlet, like, yeah. flo- like <laughs> fucking like different gems floating yeah, up in the air. Energy, rainbow colored is fucking crazy. Blackout. Blackout. <laughs> and in the blackout, we hear Novak gasp for air and the AI computer voice say facility back online. We cut to Boone and Novak flinging open a door to the outside. They find themselves in the bright sunlight. Boone asks, what now? To which Novak replies, we go find them, bring them back. We reboot the game. And we see two helicopters flying in from a distance. So does that mean the five evils, like, escaped? Now, there was a scene where Bill Mosley, and maybe we just talked about it. Was, it was played, but yeah, Bill Mo- I know what you're Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but there was one line where he says that uh, good and evil both have to exist. Yeah, it's like yin and yang. Like, you, have, like, you need us. us. You to have to hunt us. us yeah, right, you have right, to pursue right. us. Uh, so, Boone yeah, says... reality would be yeah. It sure would be boring if there was no evil <laughs> right. and good. Uh, Agent Boone just says, we don't even know what we are, who we are. And Novak says, let's go find out. I was going to say, uh, what he should say is, oh, well, let's go bang it out real quick. Yeah. And then, and then they, the two of them just walk off. He didn't get a boner in the shower. Like no, sexual no, tension. no sexual there's tension. There's no sexual tension no. between them whatsoever. None. No, none. None. 
Uh, he, but at he, least they don't try. They're not trying to have sexual tension, and like the two actors, they just didn't even push for that. I'm assuming I was. I was actually glad mm. they didn't try to start playing like some yeah. kind of love story between the two. I'm like, I'm glad they didn't go that route. Yeah. Um, but it's way too confusing anyway. Uh, the two of them actually, they, they just walk off into something, and then we cut back to fucking Tony Todd yeah. looking up into the sky, watching the helicopters pass by in the distance. He raises a hand up, points at the helicopters, and says work to do and then he cuts to Todd asking another girl who's sitting in the back of his truck what her name is the girl crying and stopping says her name is Linz Todd says well Linz welcome to the farm and with that he closes the back doors of his truck on her as she sobs blackout roll credits what in the holy fuck did we just watch they they focus in on on the back of the van that says uh, radioactive yeah radioactive radiation that's gotta be a throw throw out the, the something. I, I don't know. That's a, is Tony Todd the far... Is he the guy who collects the homeless people for the that's experimentation? That's what I'm wondering. That's maybe, but I don't know. That's my that's my thought. But then everything, everyone's dead. Isn't, shouldn't he be like, well, that place is done. Off well, you go, I would girl. say he might not know because <laughs> he wasn't in the prison. But if he's... What are the difference between the There's multiple other ones. There's other death houses. But if he's not... If everybody's dead, and if he's collecting people for the f- death house, then what's the farm? Because we assume that maybe the people we heard screaming in the grate were the ones, the homeless or he Fuck captured for movie. the death. But then what's the farm? Fuck this what's movie. What's the farm? Fuck this movie. Ugh, I hate, yeah, fuck this I movie. Agree. So, all right, guys, that's fucking Death House. Uh, <laughs> oh, does everybody feel good now? All this, yeah. all this, this is the know, worst. Waiting, waiting for this movie, waiting for this movie. Yeah. Aaron uh, reminded me that we've talked about it multiple times multiple on other times. shows. Yes. We have more uh, rants to do, but let's move on to uh, favorite kills now. There can be only one favorite kill. Not fucking much to choose from, in my opinion. Uh, Jesus Christ. This is probably going to go real quick. I think we're going to have the same one, I'm imagining, but I've been wrong before. So. It's so funny because I, I don't remember any specific kills. For a movie called head. Death House, there's surprisingly few kills. And it's mass murder by gas. But a gas chamber. <laughs> but fuck it. Let's let... Uh, Doug, Doug, why don't you start us off, Terry? Yeah, buddy. Doug, you've been surprisingly quiet. Yeah, you have been, been surprisingly quiet. Uh, I give no. you this big, elaborate, awesome introduction, and then you just kind of sit there. I think quiet one problem today. is he doesn't have headphones on. No, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I don't know. Maybe sucks, guys. That's what I'm saying. And um, uh, I will say the worst kill for me. Can I just say my worst kill instead worst of kill. my best kill? Uh, that might my... be best. What's worst kill? The worst kill was when. Danny Trejo killed Camille Keaton in the bed because I was like, that's a pretty big uh, horror star. People know who she is and you couldn't even tell who she was. And it kind of pissed me off that that's the way they used her. So within the first uh, 10 minutes of this movie, you're already pissed off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that which makes sense. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I don't know. Favorite kill, whatever. I mean, sure, I'll go with where... Kane Hodder ripped the guy's face off. Face but, rip. All right, got it. But it's, everybody's going to choose that. I'm so pretty that's sure. That's why I said worst kill. Chris? Yeah, the, yeah, the bowling ball. All right, let's just... Uh, just like, yeah, are we just all going to say the face rip? No, Aaron shaking his head. No, okay. Let's, so we do have a... No, my favorite kill what? was... Uh, and this kind of goes along with uh, Doug. I was really upset that they didn't use Debbie Roshan the way... Like, at least give her a little bit more than just call her Leatherlace. 
have her do the wiggle dance. But when she was carving in the person, that was fucking tough looking, <laughs> yeah. man. Like shoving the chainsaw deep into the body, sewing blood fly up all over. I forgot about that. This yeah. was just, it was visceral. It looked fucking nasty. And the fact that Debbie was trying, but she's covered in a mask. You can't even tell it's you her. You can't, yeah. Like, and there's then, no way you know it hurt with her unless you read show her, She has VR goggles on and she's in a tube. And she, like, bumps against the tube briefly and floats back. It could have been anybody. anybody. Yeah. Speaking of that, I want to go to that scene real quick. Sorry to interrupt no, you. No, it's fine. So they said that she's got these VR goggles on, and there's a constant... Loop of her fat father. Was her something. father... Was that Kate, uh, Gunner? Gunner Nelson. Was Gunner, Gunner, not Gunner, Gunner Hansen. Hansen. Gunner, Gunner Hansen. Uh, Gunner Nelson's an Atlantic oh, 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 the guy that's on the yeah. two, the yeah. hologram. I think so. It might have been. It looked a lot like him. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Um, hey, good catch, good oh, catch. Hey. Yeah, you know, I forgot about nice the, 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 the chainsaw <laughs> kill, a lot of the lace. I forgot that was about my that favorite one. kill. But I probably, I guess, I was going to go probably the face rip too, just because. I got. We could argue that's a bullshit kill because that's a VR kill. It doesn't count as a kill. No, because they said these are actual yes. kills. Yeah, and they found they found hours, hundred hours. It was found footage, Marshall. Oh, found footage. Okay, yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> All right, uh, I was I was probably gonna go ba- the face rip. We love too. face found face footage, rip. don't we? I, yeah, <laughs> you know my thoughts on found footage. So. All right, but I, I love that Doug's like my least favorite. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all right, there's that. Let's move on to the odds and ends for this week. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? Ratings. IMDb gives it a 3.5 out of 10. 3.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. So high for my bid. 40% on the thermometer, which is still too high. Way and, too high. And fuck you, audiences. There's a bunch. 74% audience score. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Man, we're all angry over here. <laughs> yeah. That they go, is we're like, crazy. <laughs> Insane. Uh, and then Amazon gives it a 3.2 out of 5. Plot keywords. There are only four plot keywords for this movie, which surprised me. Uh, secret prison, evil creature, gore, fuck you, there's no gore, and ensemble cast. That was it. Mm. Ensemble cast? Yes. Yeah, I'll give you that one. That's all you get. Uh, trivia. I got two things really I'm gonna that were I really came up that I didn't deep dive into this too much because I didn't have time. But apparently, take this for what you will, I can't I don't know if this is true or not, but Apparently, early drafts of the script have been written as possible scenes or storylines for future Saw movies franchises. Um, mm. I'm guessing, like, what mm. I guess what you would maybe what, but in like the VR, like Prisoners VR sequences or something, maybe. I don't know, but yeah. that's what it is. And the tagline, one of the taglines for this movie is, Hell isn't a word, it's a sentence. Dot, dot, dot. They well, said that another, in the movie. But I didn't understand it. Cause, yeah, they did they say did. that. Bill Mosley says that. Hell isn't a word, it's a sentence. And I'm like, I don't get what that means. And then they didn't sentence say it isn't in prison sentence. sentence. Like you're sentenced to prison. Mm. Uh, it's oh. not. Oh, I thought the word hell is it, it. It's in a sentence. You've never known the true meaning of hell. Like no, it's hell is not just word. It's a sentence that oh. like you've been sentenced to. That's what man. Yeah, prison. Now, uh, again, now a plus. really guys. A no, plus. you call that okay. Wow. All right. Anyway, that's really all I cared about. Well, more trivia. Did we did we mention on air about the Adrian Barbeau thing, or are you didn't get to that? Uh, we might. Have, I don't remember. If you want to say it again, go ahead. Oh, uh, that she was the narrator. Yeah, the, Adrian the Barbeau narrator. was the, the the voice of the AI computer, the the intercom lady, famous yeah. from Swamp Thing. Yes, and if anybody out there, uh, any audience members have not seen Swamp Thing, do yourself a favor. 
Check out Adrian Barbeau. She's basically Barbeau. naked the whole time, but she's actually clothed. Oh my god! But she would never tell because it just yes. her clothes just hang on her. Yes, loosely. they're very tight or wet. And those titties. Good god! <laughs> All right, let's, let's go move. watch Swamp Thing. What do you yeah, say? Yeah, let's <laughs> move on. Let's do that afterwards. Uh, let's move on to this week's budget game. It's now time to play everyone's favorite game. Guess the budget. All right, <laughs> yes, it did get a little creepy. Uh, now, budget games give me a little different because they don't have the actual budget for this movie. Really? I don't, I, which surprised me because as yeah. much as this movie is fucking talked about, but I have guessed the gross. So you're gonna guess Ooh. how much movie, how much money this movie made. Uh, and there's two. There's the opening weekend and the total gross. Um, so two numbers. I will give you. It was a very. It's a very limited release. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind when when you guess these. But I'm gonna need two numbers from each of you as to who's guessing what. So so what were the two options? Opening weekend and total gross. Okay. Guess what? I don't remember ever fucking coming out around here. Mm-mm. Do you? No. Mm-mm. You ever hearing about it? No. Nope. Nothing that. No. Nope. nope. This so would have guessing, been like a this would have been like a Tivoli type movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, at best, at I'm guessing this was probably played once like a film festival or something, yes. and like that's its limited release, and then that or maybe did a, like a film circuit or something. Mm-hmm. But they where they charged the ticket prices, mm-hmm. but it does have a gross, but like what it made opening weekend. I'm gonna guess five thousand dollars gross ten. Five ten, and then total gross is ten. Okay, uh, Chris, what's your guess? Let's say twenty fifty. Opening twenty, total gross fifty. Okay, and Doug. Uh, I'll do in between there. I'll do uh, let's say opening twelve thousand. Okay. And let's do twenty four thousand for the gross. Twenty four for the gross. Okay. Now we have a winner. We have a very distinct winner here. Uh, makes me wonder if it's that the winner maybe saw any of these numbers beforehand, but. Uh, the opening limited release weekend was $10,224. So uh, Doug wins that one. Oh, I didn't know. I swear to God, I didn't look it up. Total gross in the United States was 23833 yeah. So Doug clean sweeps this one. <laughs> I just went in the middle of those two, I swear to God. Uh, true story, I was going to choose 510. Like Aaron, I was going to say 510 for sure. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, good job. I just went in the middle. Yeah. So, all right, well, there you go. Play the play the odds. Play the averages, I guess. All right, that, that brings us to this week's five-star reviews. Holy shit. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five star reviews. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I, I do that every time. Uh, <laughs> all right. There are 53 total reviews on Amazon for this right now. 41% are five star reviews. Fuck what? those people. With 25% are one star reviews. God damn it. Yeah, so hold, just sit tight and, and enjoy this raving lunatic nonsense. Gotta be better than the movie. <laughs> All right, some of these are long, but god damn it. All right, so I'll, I'll do my best to try to cut through and skim down some of these. All right, first of all, from Tim O'Down, the Celtic critic, who I think we've had, we've seen, had, it, yeah, we've yeah. seen it before. Yeah. Okay. Gunnar Hansen is long down with pride. Is long down with pride at what Harrison Smith did with his prized project. Death House blurs the line between good and evil and exemplifies the power of the mind. The human mind can and will conquer all adversaries with prop when properly applied. 
man over machine, man over matter, freedom over authoritarianism. Authoritarian, I can't talk. Authoritarianism. I can't. Whatever. You're fine. Uh, Death House is the thinking man's newest Bible. Of course, if you were just looking for violence, monsters, horror, kings and queens, and beautiful naked women, look no further. The star-studded cast lineup of talent dating back over 50 years. The stars are gorgeous and talented. Newcomer Courtney Prom is perfect. As Toria Boone, government agent, loyal but searching for the truth. Courtney is exceptional, talented, fine, blah, blah, blah. Her fine and dandy shape is on full display in her shower scene. Uh, playing, okay, I'm skipping over that. Iconic Tony Todd begins and ends epic as Farmer Asha recruiting Lynn. Okay, I'm skipping over this. is just now he's just <laughs> he's basically breaking down person by person. It's the only thing that Gunnar Hansen makes his final appearance alongside Miss Roshan as they've danced that dance before to high accolades. So I guess that was him yeah. on the on the mm-hmm. tube. Uh, Kane Hodder is brutally efficient at sing. He's he just basically sucking the dick off of every person in this movie. <laughs> uh, and especially throwing excites the horror queen, Jenna Evo Rossi, Demon. Productions, Sherry Fairchild, and Frank, I don't know, a bunch of people I've never heard of. <laughs> uh, the whole cast and crew what are have. You saying, Marshall? Yeah, he's like mumbling over I'm here. sorry. It's, he's, just, he's just rallying off every basically person in this movie to praising them. Then the fuck whole this ca- guy. Don't read yeah. this. Don't read the whole cast and crew have done Gunner Proud. Thank you, Gunner, and thank you all. Five stars. Uh, James Lincoln simply writes, She was very happy, which don't know what that one means, but I find it kind of funny and odd. Very happy. Five she was you. very happy. Five stars. Chris Campagnarigo. They say still waters run deep, but so do violently churning blood-stained waters. Watching Death House, I was reminded a great deal of early John Carpenter, even from the score as a Carpenter synth feel to it. To me, Death House is a sort of Escape from New York, Assault on Precinct 13, Reanimator, and a thing mixed with Dante's Inferno. It all reminds me in a way that the devil's rejects and that there is more being said here than simply the deep... Depravities of the scum of the earth. There's a lot of fun to be had in Death House. The film has a deliberate 80s feel and texture to it. No, it doesn't. There's nothing 80s about this movie whatsoever. Did did they just look up IMDb and look at every person that was in this movie and just start ripping out movies that they were also in? Yeah, basically. How are you going to compare this movie to Or did they work on this movie, I guess? Well, wait until we get to the one-star reviews. Uh, The film, uh, if you like gore, is there in bucket loads. Uh, exceedingly ex- uh, executed in old school practical effects. There is our Easter eggs aplenty for horror fans. <clears throat> I don't the, disagree with that. The movie has been filled with expendables of horror because it boasts the largest collective horror scars in a female film. It's a good tagline, but not quite fair to Death House. You'll see familiar face. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Spinkle here, there, curl your son's three uh, I'm relatively sure that one of the three scenes is a subtle salute to the shape and Jason. I guess the one with the mask, which I don't get that. As a, just because he's a mask, I don't think that's a salute to Jason or any of that. No, I didn't get that well, at that all. That was the end in, during the credits. Yeah, there's a post credit scene. Why would you do that to Kane Hoddard? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then Danny one, Danny one writes, one of the greatest films of all times. This movie should <laughs> be a huge wake-up call to this generation. Not only to what our future holds, but also to what is happening right now. If you didn't understand parts of this movie, then you weren't paying attention. It points out that all the moral battles we faced along with this unmatched and incredibly talented cast of crew, I'll recommend it over and over again. Five stars. They reference social media, Marshall. Actually, That's... this feels an awful lot like a millennial director because <laughs> half-assing fucking... Read into it, bro. Yeah, you're just not buzzword, looking. You're not buzzword, buzzword, it. buzzword. Buzzword. Yeah, Operation yeah. Paperclip. <laughs> Study it, bro. All right, one star reviews. Now these make these are probably more spot on. Bradley James Connor A two. This is an IMDb one, not Amazon, but it's a one out of ten review. 
I don't know what happened. I understand there were probably budgetary strains and such, but damn, just damn. Everything came off badly. The acting, the lighting, the special effects, the plot, and on. Worst of all, could perhaps be the ending. What the fuck was that? Mm -hmm. I really hope this wasn't what Gunnar Hansen had in mind when he came up with the idea originally. And why were some of those actors even in the cast? Just so they would have more names to put in the credits? Because they did absolutely nothing at all in this movie. Clearly, B. Harrison Smith was overreaching and had no right to make The Expendables of Horror, especially as only his third full feature movie. Maybe wait until you can actually direct before trying something like this. One star. Well done. Joshua Lincoln, what a terrible insult to the memory of Gunnar Hansen. This movie is an unendurable pile of nonsensical writing, wooden acting, horrendous CGI, and pointless cameos by other horror icons. I truly regret that I got hyped for this movie and pre-ordered it. As both an avid horror fan and a so bad it's good horror fan... I cannot recommend this movie in any way, shape, or form. It's bad and soul-crushing. You poor bastard. <laughs> Maxwell 89, the expendables of horror movies? Really? More like an expendable horror movie. So <laughs> <laughs> Such a simple joke, but... Yeah. It works, yeah. It works. So disappointing. I waited for nearly half a year for this movie, and what I got was nowhere near what I expected. For the hype it was given, I expected more plot, more acting, more intricate and graphic scenes, but no, just low-budget, sloppy garbage. Frankie... This title. What? What I watched, what people wrote on here to see me opposite sides of the spectrum. This movie was terrible. Uh, nice short one. The, from ML, astonishingly boring. Uh, you know what? Hold on a second. I'm just skimming through this because some of these are long. Uh, carry on amongst yourselves, guys. Talk for a second. <laughs> so, uh, you guys uh, want to get something to eat after this? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about getting a steak. I don't know, you guys. Uh, sounds delicious. Mayor Fletcher's. I wish I should have edited these down a bit more, but I just did not have time. Um, I'll write, Alan, these good reviews... Okay, I'll write these one. Alan writes, these good reviews are fake. These reviews are so clearly fake. I only watch horror. I really enjoy terrible horror, but this is just pure garbage, and there's absolutely nothing redeeming about it. It's not fun. It's not funny. It's not unique. It's dark. It's boring. It's basically an action movie. Pure trash. Basically saying the all the five-star reviews are... are like people. It's a great point. It, it, yeah. it was essentially an action movie more. Than, yeah, it really more than was a horror movie. I mean, um, it's, it's from uh, ML. It's like see, Rochastanchi, boring. Um, execution a dull expo- exposition dump with an abundance of over intelligentized musings about technology and morality. Uh, you need evil in order to have good. How original technology and social media are making this dumb and numb. What a groundbreaking idea. Most of the cameos are pointless. Still don't know why Danny Trejo is in it for seven, seven seconds. Right? Even the endless. Endless exposition. I don't. I actually don't know why anyone was there. The central casting people, the homeless people, Tony Todd. I'm sure <laughs> the uh, blowvading director would claim it. Just I just didn't get it, but I got it. All right. It was 90 minutes of banal navel gazing with some terrible practical and digital effects mixed in, and total unnecessary nudity. And try not to order distract. How dull the whole thing was. Say people. Uh, blah blah blah. Anyway, you get the joke uh, or get the bit of it. There's and there's another let's, one. That ran, let's, let's wrap this yeah. up. It ran was on about the pointless shower scene. It just, you get the gist of it. Sorry, guys. That's not my best go for that one, but I didn't have time to edit them down. No, that's okay. But, uh, yeah, fuck those five-star reviews. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, so that brings us to our, our final thoughts and reviews. Uh, it's, uh, like I said, we'll start with uh, work around. So, Doug, you can start off with your final final take. Coffee, Doug Jones! <laughs> coffee, yeah. Doug. What do you think? Thanks, so bad it's yeah. good? Yeah! So bad it's good, even so his, bad it's scary. Even his beer is coffee. He's drinking a coffee stout right now. I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I'll have, uh, I got three things to say since you said I didn't say enough, and I'll make it very quick. The, <laughs> the first thing is that I always try to give movies the benefit of the doubt. We all try to have fun with them. Even the ones that suck, we enjoy watching them in the end. This one was a little rough because of the, the, the potential. It just had mm. such great potential. Yeah. And I read a thing online somewhere that said you could have had the five evils be uh, Kane Hodder, Robert England, all of them, and have them really fuck up the prisoners somehow, just that scene alone. So yeah, you know, that would be good. Um, yeah. The second thing I was gonna say is uh, the director B. Harrison is that his name? B. Harrison Smith. Um, uh, his his next movie coming out, Marshall. I want to let you know this because it's called The Dawn of Five Evils, which is a prequel oh, to Death House about the five evils, but they're not even all cast in it yet. <laughs> so uh, it looks like that, that. Good luck. Good luck with that. Wow. Yeah, good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we'll be doing that in the future. <laughs> and then the third thing I want to say, and I do really mean this, is for you guys to make it 150 episodes is fucking incredible. Oh, and thank you. Next thank you, Doug. To impossible. Thank like, you. cheers to you. I really do mean that. You thank guys you, are you, awesome. Thank you, thank you. And uh, you make it a lot of cheers. fun, and it's always a good time, and I could tell all the work you truly put into it. Uh, that's amazing. So a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, thank, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, but you didn't answer the question. What, I don't your... know what the question so was. So bad is good. So what, bad what, is what scary. would you recommend? Is it so bad good? So bad scary? Final uh, thought. <laughs> I'd say so bad it's scary for right. true horror fans. They're going to be disappointed. All right, it sucks. Yeah. Chris, <clears throat> uh, I agree with pretty much everything Doug said. The the potential for this movie was great. I feel like uh, Kane Hodder or Gunnar Hansen had uh, an idea. And started writing it, and then died of fucking pancreatic cancer. And this dude picked up the torch, filled in the holes, and fucked it up. Dude, he extinguished a torch. He just took that torch oh, yeah, and like, yeah. dumped it in a barrel of water. Absolutely. Just, he... uh, too many open-ended questions. Too too much bullshit. Not enough. <clears throat> if you're gonna do the, you know, this giant cast and have then show some of these people and like incorporate them a little bit. And they did none of that. Uh, too confusing. You, you you can't follow this movie whatsoever. Uh, so bad it's scary. Fucking horrible. All right, Aaron. This movie didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> God damn it! It didn't make any sense from start to finish. I was totally lost. I was totally confused. And I watched it twice. And I was still Aaron, on wow. like. Aaron, like for Aaron to watch twice. it twice, that still didn't understand yeah, what was happening because the first time I watched it, yeah, it was. I had a couple of drinks, smoked a little hay, and hey, I was like, okay, I'm watch it sober. It was worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, everything, everything that has already been said, you had the potential to be so cool in the prison. I get it. You could have been a supernatural prison. You could have had all these extras, all these extra people, all these different names throughout. This gal killed someone through witchcraft. This person, this guy killed someone through voodoo. This guy, you know, and it can like show flashbacks. I mean, if, if you want to do something like that, it could have been, it's easy. It's easy to do. It's not hard, but they made it hard, convoluted, confusing. It was over my head and under my butt. It was just <laughs> a fucking mess. It was a goddamn mess, and it was an easy it felt like a layup, honestly. It felt like it was, like, when I read that it was going to have all these people in a prison, like, it felt like it could have been something easy to do. You just could have done scene by scene, prisoner by prisoner. They all get loose. They kind of do have little shots of, like, their their special technique, their violence, and then it comes to a conclusion, the end. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. that seems like a pretty yeah, solid I, good idea, right? I agree with you, man. You're, I and it just call it a, a supernatural prison. Could have been awesome, but no. I, no, I agree with you. No, I think no. that's a good, like they should have just had uh, you know. I, I, and, and if I, you're doing uh, the other thing is, I mean, if you're doing the uh, Expendables of horror, where the fuck was Robert England? Well, we kind of talked about that. Talked we we talked at the beginning. He, he, we, was, he right, was. They right, yeah. they reached out to him to be him, but uh, he talked to Kane Hodder about it. But apparently, like, they never actually sent him a script to go over to, to, before he signed I mean, on. If we talked about and that then on it just, air, like, if we were just bullshit. Yeah, or... no, the, but yeah, he just he never got signed on because he never cool. saw the script ahead of time. So I'm gonna say so bad, scary. Yeah, so bad, scary. Okay, thank you, <laughs> Marshall. Uh, we're clean sweeping this. Hundred nice. percent, so bad, scary. Uh, this movie. Thank you, Marshall, for clean sweeping it. <laughs> uh, they, for a second there, I thought you were gonna. Fuck they 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 fucked this up all sorts of ways. It's a clusterfuck of a movie. Uh, I like a lot of what you said, Aaron. Like they could have done like. If the inmates, if this death house, you know, the inmates all could, like I said, Kane Hodder, or like the evil, like Kane Hodder, Robert Eagle, they were, they were five eagles, they could have mm-hmm. done their thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be the Expendables, like one thing the Expendables did so well is, yeah, you get all these names, but they didn't have like every single name in the first movie. And it, you know, they, they, you know, you're going to make a play, most horror movies become a franchise, you try to make sequels, you know, get like a third of those names, put them in the first movie. Give them time. Give them a part to actually do something and be recognized. And then when you make your sequels, then you start bringing in all the other names like they did with the Expendable franchises. You know, And then yeah. everybody gets their moment in this movie to actually be worthwhile to being in the movie. But one was good with like explosives. One was good with kung fu. One was good with... Uh... This and you could have well, done that the, same thing. Yeah, it's like, like one could do this, one could do that. Like and they can't, instead of yeah. having Brinky Stevens in the just in the background, background, background. I didn't even notice or see and her. Then, yeah, it, I was totally disappointed. And like I said, Felicia Rose had like one line. She just smiled and walked away. Then it's like, and Lloyd right. Coffin was basically a joke, but uh, it wasn't even did. a good joke. It was, yeah, not yeah. even a good one. He wasn't like comic really. But that's another thing I really hate about this movie is they had no fun. They no. had zero yeah. fun. Yeah, it was you're right. No, like I said, fun. this movie tried to be so serious and so like it's, I, so preachy with this like technology, moral, social media message that it just lost all sense of fun and just kind of became like I said this clusterfuck of bullshit. Confusion. They tried to have. They didn't have any fun with this movie. No, no. And none. I don't. I, I don't think the actors had fun. I think by the time they were just like, that's just just going through the motions. Get this shit over. I feel about this with. podcast. I'm not having fun. Oh. <laughs> oh. This has been a long, hard one. Yeah. <laughs> That's there, what she said. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for, I was like, I just set that one up. Waiting for someone to spike it um, down. I, yeah, I, I agree. This movie had tons of potential. And for, and I, like, one of the reviewers said, I was, I don't know what that was. Uh, but uh, I, when I first saw this on Amazon, when I first saw it coming, I was like, oh, shit, I just straight up bought it before I watched it. And really wish that bangy would stop wherever that's coming from uh and i was so pissed when i watched it I was like this is what i paid for i bought this i can't get rid of it now it's permanently there you bought this i bought this why like, because i was like it's death house it's finally here it's gonna be awesome i straight you up bought, bought it like you bought this? it on blu-ray or what no digital on amazon uh, okay how much was it I don't remember. Uh, I really don't remember. Uh-huh. He just, he's ashamed. <laughs> I'm simply ashamed. No, I don't remember. I rented it. I, I did a 48 hour rental and I'm ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> I spent $5 on this. And this, I have a, this to me is right now, as it says, my, my pick to win this year's worst of the worst tournament. This is my pick to win it all. And it's, I, and I go, man, man that's coming up. Saying, isn't it? Like bad, like blood free. And Blood Beat were bad movies, but they were bad in such a fun fucking way. I would watch those a thousand times before I'd want to watch I this again. I totally disagree because the fans, the people who watch, 
are the people who listen the people who copy, I like, know people may not have even seen it be like whoa it's got all these great people it can't no, be that bad I, no I, you're right okay I should get back I can't say, I can't speak for the people but gentlemen. I say this is my personal worst of the worst I can't say will win the tournament I don't know but it's my personal pick to be worst of the worst I think it will be in the finals I think the fans will understand when it comes and they'll vote it in anyway that's our rant. This has been a long episode, guys. Thanks for bearing with us. But uh, this we had, this was a big movie. We it's had been to a get hard through. one. It's been a hard one. It's, we were, you know, it was a big it's deal. Been a long and hard one. Oh. <laughs> Rapey Kyle is gonna like you. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Rapey Kyle go back. <laughs> All right, guys. Met him down in Carbondale. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up. We've gone long enough. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sticking with us for 150 episodes. And here's to a lot Woo. more. We're excited to do it. Uh, this has been awesome. So thank you, Doug. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Sarah, sorry you, we, you couldn't be here for this. We were hoping you would be. Yep, she wanted uh, to uh, So in the meantime, guys, we'll thank be back Marshall. later. Thank you, Marshall. Thank you, Aaron. How about that? Well, Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, yeah, guys. Yeah, hey. uh, I was going to thank, thank myself. Straight up, thanks for letting us be here, and uh, thanks for letting me do uh, a majority of these. Yeah, you've been a lot. Um, so, yeah, guys, we'll be back later. In the meantime, watch more horror movies. Not this one, but watch more horror <laughs> movies. And remember to always keep it tight. Peace.